Hello and welcome to the Lost Art Podcast. I'm Gar and I'm here with Helmet. Oh yeah. And this week, on this miserable, miserable evening. Horrible. It's raining, it's cold, the old man is snoring, etc. I'm, I'm not well. Helmet is sick. That's why you hear my clothes folk. being a bit more closed than usual. He's uh, he's not feeling good. well. Not feeling he, well. But he did make the trip outside <laughs> um, for this podcast. I did. So uh, sign up to the Patreon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this week we're going to be looking at something we talked about doing for ages and they are the insufferables yeah they're the people that nobody likes <laughs> or have done things that aren't particularly pleasant however I think our, our two lists are kind of different which is good mm. you picked people who did some bad things yeah I picked people who said bad things or are just insufferable or like a bit unbearable or just don't do themselves any favours. I mean, I, I have a couple of those there that are just yeah. not great people. There's definitely other people that are just scum. Yeah, we need to think about those spice it up though. What I did, I don't like the pedos and the murderers. We've done all that. Yeah, we've done all that. Definitely do not want to do a pedo podcast. Um, fucking we get those just don't want volumes to. 17. Yeah, that's the sad yeah. thing. That's the thing. Isn't it? Uh, so yeah, let's get straight into it. Let's do it. Well. Do it. <laughs> right, who's your first one? Uh, well, before we go to the first one, we have to mention a few people who we okay. would have wanted to have on it, but yeah. for different reasons, they would have been on the podcast too much. Actually, mm. that's the main reason. So, I wanted to put Roger Waters, a notorious cantankerous fucking bastard, who's a yeah. miserable bastard. But I do not want to put another fucking Pink Floyd song. I think we, they're nearly on every podcast. They, true, they've, been a, they've been on a lot of them. Just one of those. Uh, Axel Rose recently done Morrissey. Come on, can't. Fuck Morrissey at this stage of the game, though. Like, no. Just, no, I can't put him yeah. into another podcast. Yeah. Uh, Kanye, yeah. Eddie Van Halen, yeah. Vince Neil, we've butchered them. In yeah, they've all, they've been on too much. Well, to be fair to Kanye, he was on a, and Eddie Van Halen, they were on the ones promoting, you know, we were happy about them at yeah. the time. Yeah. But they are difficult people. It, uh, it's hard not to let the same names pop up an awful lot. Yeah. You know, because yeah. generally these are the, some of the big characters of the music world. Yeah, so I didn't want people to think, oh, how did you not mention those? Yeah. Because we've put them in the podcast so much. So these are new, a new set okay. of insufferables. Um, and my first one's Gene Simmons. He's got to be in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's not the worst. He's just... He's just dirty, isn't he? He's just a dirty, seedy man. Yeah. He's yeah. too over the top with his... He's... Uh, he tries I've to watched... Like, I like Kiss. I do like them a lot. And I've watched... Uh, I should say that, yeah. We like, yeah. Like, I do like a lot of these Exactly. Fans. I like a lot of Kiss stuff, and I watched I've watched a couple of documentaries and interviews and all sorts of shit, and it's always Gene Simmons because like, he's the big mouth. He's a big arrogant, cocky yeah. man mouth, and he's also now like he's mad looking. Like he didn't age well. He looks like a human bull. He does look like a human <laughs> bull. Like what was that <laughs> shitty television version of Beauty and the Beast? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, didn't it have Linda Hamilton from Terminator in it? So. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> the, the fucking beast looks like Gene Simmons. Yeah. Big fucking, big cheeks, big hamster cheeks and a big fucking fat upper lip and everything. <laughs> it looks like the beast of New York. Yeah. That show. <laughs> Our fucking, his hair is in shit. His hair looks, looks, looks like yeah. it was sprayed on. Oh, yeah. terrible like, He has been okay getting the women, but eventually he'll get to the stage now where he's just going to have to start shelling out the cash. Yeah. For the same lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he eat done a load of terrible, terrible stuff? It's hard to find terrible, terrible stuff that he did. It's just... Well, not terrible, dirty. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. what, like, supposedly, right, he said he slept with 5,000 fans. Maybe. And he said that he has a Polaroid from each liaison. Could be just a Jesus little selfie Christ. rather than a balls deep. Yeah. And he also said he kept the hotel key from where it took place. That's weird. Yeah. 
That's a really, really weird Didn't thing. Didn't he do something weird? Like, I think a I hobby. Know he, I think he has a hobby where it's, um, he copyrights. That's right. That's in this. Yeah. yeah. Well. He has tried to copyright 182 trademarks. Yeah. Because he's a hungry cunt. He is a hungry bastard, yeah. He tried to, the, the most famous one where people went, shut the fuck up, was when he tried to do to devil horns. Yes. The hands. Yes. Rock yeah. metal. That's rock right. and metal. Hands. Famous hand symbol. Yeah. Uh, the, the hippies version or the version of the hippie piece yeah. sort of mean, like trying to trademark that yeah um, he's been successful with 44 of the 188 yeah. one of them he, he copyrighted like a f- an apostrophe followed by a comma or something it's ridiculous so there's a weird literature he just wants to try and sue people oh yeah yeah so. pretty much there, there was something that was like a common usage in yeah. the written word especially in the printed word and nobody had ever thought as to whether they could copyright it, and I think he done it. Yeah. So in every single book that's ever been made, well, he, like uh, that might be one of the ones he didn't succeed on. Maybe. That seems silly. That is, and it's madness. But uh, there's one that's really common that he definitely got. He tried to trademark the term nude car wash. Nude car wash. Yeah. So presumably he well, I don't even know if he wants to start that. Someone has to go to him for that now. Yeah. He's just that's hungry. That's taking money where he can blow and just going. Get get me get me some new stuff I can get other people to pay for. It's like Monopoly. Well, he might Maybe have. I um, Monopoly buying up enough. Yeah, he probably has like a couple of lawyers just on retainer who it's Gene Simmons, so they answer yeah. the phone, and every now and again he just hits them with some absolute mad shit. Check if this has been copyrighted. Yeah, and if it exactly. hasn't, he'll file the patent for it or whatever. Yeah, and like one, I said, a few gets through. One of the things in 2004 that everyone went, "Oh, that's a bad thing," mm-hmm. is when he was talking about suicide mm. and depression. And he went, if you're going to kill yourself, just kill yourself then. <laughs> People weren't happy about that. Of course they weren't. Like, no one was happy about that. No. That's too, that's too much. No. <laughs> and then he obviously backtracks on it, because even James, some people will have to backtrack eventually. If you're taking too much heat, they kind of fair up, is it worth apologizing? Because he does love money that much. If he yeah. thinks it's going to affect money, he'll, he'll go, oh no, yeah, sorry, whatever. This is a money apology. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Um, Horrible bastard. According to Ace Freely from Kiss, he groped his wife. Really? And propositioned her. Uh, I fucking probably believe that. I'd say, that, to be honest with you, I'd say they were all at that in Kiss. All at that. Yeah. <laughs> that term. Yeah. Oh, they were all at that. Yeah, I'd say they were. <laughs> they have to be. Um, he's come out with a few weird things like uh, women can't have careers and kids is one or the other. Yeah. Uh, don't know what he's trying to achieve by saying that. Like yeah, A lot yeah, of people yeah. do have that. A lot of people, obviously, there's people that can't have votes if they don't have enough, as much money as Gene Simmons. Yeah. Um, he's also, he said that he's promoting the fact that women should use their sexuality to get higher up or okay. else they should, might as well, wear potato sacks. <laughs> um, I think he was uh, actually, there was two two attempts to sue him for actual sexual misconduct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did any of them get through? I don't know. None of them got through? No. Um, it was for, one of them was for um, grabbing a girl's hand and putting it on her leg repeatedly during an interview. Mm. And the one was just uh, repeated uh, comments and just harassment. Mm. He is barred from the Fox Network. Really? Yeah. He's barred from the building. He must have been acting the first bollocks. He was. In an interview, he did an interview with them. Then afterwards, he just burst into the backstage area of the private room mm. and t- uh, took his shirt off and told all the women to uh, sue me. Sue me. Really? Well, sue me. I, don't know, I can't tell what the point was. Yeah. I think they might have tried to make him look a bit fool or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, And he went, you know, so uh, 
apparently a lot of people felt a little bit threatened sexually. Well, I can kind of sort of semi-understand that. I'd feel a bit... Feel Would a you bit, though? I don't know. Yeah, I but don't know. when was this? This was in... Fox Network thing was so, that wasn't that long ago. Jesus Christ! So it's it's let's say in the last ten years. Oh yeah, no, easily, easily. So he's still yeah. an old man. He is still an old man. Yeah, he, d- he burst in with his uh, his velvet shirt open, Ooh. revealing his chest and belly. Say, hey chicks, <laughs> sue me! <laughs> so he's uh, been banned from Fox. Oh fuck him! So uh, <laughs> he's wanker. His boxer is fifteen hundred dollars. Really? And he'll give it to you in person at a kiss gig. Or oh, I've seen this. Yeah. Or for two grand, he'll deliver it to your gaff. That's and right. And hang yeah. out with you. Yeah. Like, you're a sad bastard. Two grand. Like, I think. Well, first of all, I wouldn't be a sad bastard to be spending, spending two grand. But, like, for him. Sorry, I think it might be five grand for him to come out. But even, even then, like, yeah. he has to be dealing with, like, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. That's what I don't get. He's just that hungry. Yeah. Because he has put the kiss. Uh, logo on everything, everything. Yeah. including we've mentioned it before caskets yeah yep I mean I'm sure it started with oh we should put our uh, the Kiss logo on tongs right. yeah, that'll be gas. now it's just on pencil like and that's yeah. such a blokey fucking band as well like they're in me head band I don't th- I don't think they're as good as the way rockers from America who excite them as an influence I don't think they're as good as I just don't get them being yeah, that good yeah yeah like for instance they like anyone from Tool to they are so many. But I think that's yeah. because they're like an original. They're definitely an American were, original, it, you know? They were very important with the controversial rock, and it wasn't even that controversial at no. the time. Kind of schlock fucking yeah. rock as opposed to so, shock rock. So Gene Simmons is my first one as okay. a bit of a. I, I find, I'm, personally, I do find them fucking annoying. I don't, like, I don't like yes. those big showboaters. Yeah. Mr. Fucking. It's a great bassist, actually. He is a great Surprisingly good. He's, he's a good vocalist. For a good singer. Yeah. For, for a dude who you assume just kind of thunders along. Yeah, look at the size of his hands. Uh, yeah. Though. That's got to make it easier. Maybe. I don't know. But I remember watching the documentary where they uh, yeah. they singled out a couple of uh, bass tracks from songs. Oh, and it was yeah. shocking. Like, no, it was yeah, really he's great. Good. I just, I find him, he's not the worst. He's just a sort of. He's just a scumbag. He's just a bit of a dick. And he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's insufferable to me. When I see him, I kind of cringe. Yeah, I've had enough of you already. So uh, who's your first unbearable or insufferable? My first one is Beats Your One. It's uh, Chuck Berry. He was a bit of a bad man, wasn't oh, he? He was a bad man. He's not a nice fella at all. So uh, Chuck Berry, I picked no particular place to go. Just, it's a great song. Uh, again, we've mentioned it. A lot of these guys are really that good. That is a great song. They're really good at music. They yeah. Just <laughs> That's we couldn't put them in like, yeah. these don't go under like people we hate. Yes. But we, we might hate some of these, but the music, it can't, uh, not yeah, always. I don't know. How do you, I have a few in here who I hate and hate their music. Yeah, so. true. So Chuck Berry was born in 1926. He died in 2017. And uh, so basically the way I've done this list is I kind of have little, little, uh, what would you call it, like bullet points of mad shit that they've done. Yeah. Like a, like a, a peanut gallery of fucking bullshit. So the first thing was when he was a kid, he was sent to reform school. I think he was like 13 for grand theft auto or an armed robbery. So that got him really fucking fueled up early on in, <laughs> in his fucking in his career as a, as a dirtbag now as you kind of go on there's a load of shit that happens in the middle of it but let me get to the one of the last things that he done so the first thing he done was the GTA and armed robbery yeah. one of the last things he done was that Keith Richards they were, they were doing a Chuck Berry 60th birthday party and uh, Keith Richards obviously a massive Chuck Berry fan yeah. and uh, he sees Chuck's guitar and he kind of walks over towards it and goes to kind of pick it up and Chuck sees him and runs across the room and just bursts Keith Richards in the fucking mouth with a dig. 
just punched him right in the face for touching his guitar. No other reason from, than that. I'm wondering, will Keith Richards do the same thing to like Robbie Williams? I don't know, but that's his fucking. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would have, I would have assumed that like there would be more respect there. Look, well, first of all, let's let's get a fucking straight. If you go back fucking twenty years, tell me who's going to sell more tickets? It's going to be the Rolling Stones than Chuck Berry. Absolutely, absolutely, like a thousand times over. Absolutely. Right? So Chuck Berry needs to fucking understand. You might have uh, come up with a particular way of playing and influenced. A fucking thousand people were like, that's your boy there. You know what I mean? He is the continuation of you. But, he I know, him but at the same time, though, he is white as well. True. True. That's not going to help his his case. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? It could be this grand rift uh, heft. Could be. Grand rift. Grand, grand heft rift. Rift heft. I wish, I wish I was not sick and could have came up with that way better. <laughs> I mean, now, imagine I wasn't sick. Imagine <clears> that was a better joke. We're and not even drinking. Not even drinking. This is. We put a thing on the Facebook saying more gargle, less gargle, same gargle. Now it's zero gargle. And overwhelmingly everybody was more gargle. So fuck you, we're not drinking. Yeah, well I can't. Me, yeah, and I'm not drinking is, on my own. Is ruined. I'm not drinking on my own. <laughs> we're not at that level yet. I am in, on some nice painkillers that keeps me dopey. I think I'm at the right level to be uh, grumpy enough for this mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, yeah. So one of the big things about Chuck Berry is that in 1962 he was sent to jail for crossing state lines with a minor for immoral intentions. Yeah. Yeah. He was 36 years of age and she was 14. Knacker? Yeah. Now, oh, I can't say that. Well, I will uh, say. <laughs> what I will say, well, listen, compared to what he was doing, I think you're all right. Um, what I will say is, as terrible as it sounds, around this time, there's an awful lot of stuff going on with 14 year old girls in the rock and roll scene. Like, I, I didn't add in about six other lads. Because they also had 14-year-old girl stories. Who could you be talking about? <laughs> so, <laughs> honestly, there's so many of them. So apparently, he's uh, he said to jail. He said to jail. He's supposed to do uh, he's supposed to do fucking three years. Yeah, he's supposed to do three years behind behind bars. He ends up doing 20 months and then he's released. And he gets released because it's found out, it's going to put into the press, that the judge who convicted him made a load of racist comments. Wiley was at the trial. So it's a bit like uh, what happened in the OJ thing. The yeah. Cop, the copper. Yeah. It definitely does. 100%. Affect the, the, 100%. The and rightly so. Uh, absolutely. You can't, you can't no, just go, you can't brush it on the carpet. No, and go, oh, no, 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 no. That's the important stuff. So yeah, the judge. Although, comes it's out a scummy a thing to do. It's a scummy oh, thing. It's hard to know. I know. It's hard to it's know. It's a scummy thing. But you have glad to, I'm glad it's not down to me. Exactly. Well, uh, the way I look at it is you have to look at the two incidents separately. Yeah. Like he done the crime. And he was put into jail for it. And the judge should have made a better fucking job at making sure that he stayed in jail. Yes. You know, they fucked up themselves. It's yeah. no one else's fault but theirs. Um, so he gets out after 20 months. Now, we cut forward to possibly one of the most famous things to ever happen in the world of rock and roll. And that is Chuck Berry. <laughs> Chuck Berry boys at a restaurant. In uh, the late 80s, like 88, 89, boys at a restaurant and installs video cameras oh, in the yeah. women's toilets. I heard about that. So, yeah, this is really, this is <laughs> a fucking horrible prick. <laughs> so he installs video cameras, cameras in the women's toilets and records women taking slashes and doing dirts and whatever else women to be up to in the toilets. So I assume the same thing lads to be up to. Seems, yeah, just what, what and, uh, goes on in the toilet. Yeah, exactly. Bit of a cry every so now and then. We've, they all done it. We've all done it. Apparently they, uh, I think there's two sides to this story. 
well not two sides but two tails uh, interwoven <laughs> tape. Yeah, interwoven <laughs> into the story I believe there was one lady who maybe worked in the restaurant who seen the camera found the camera some shit like that and she brought it up with the cops and Chuck said he had installed cameras all over the restaurant because he was told by the manager that there was staff stealing from the restaurant mm. so he kind of covered his own arse by saying, look, if there's an area without a camera, that's where they're going to go to count the money that they've stolen or hide the money that they've stolen or whatever. So I put a camera in the bathroom to make sure that I could catch them stealing money out of the till or stock or whatever. Yeah. Pretty sure it's definitely still illegal. Uh, definitely still illegal. <laughs> but there used to be a couple of pubs in Dublin that had uh, cameras in the toilet as well. A few of them, they, only, they only lasted a year or two before they were taken down. Yeah. But the, the plot thickens. So couple of years later, the police raid Chuck Berry's home and they find weapons and drugs and they find this vast library of videotapes of fucking women that he'd been recording in the bathrooms. And that's when they figured out that it wasn't just for, that it wasn't just for um, fucking people stealing. There's also rumours that there might have been minors on videotape but that was never proven. He's that got a name for it. He does have a name for it. Um, what else? Uh, around the late 80s, he was charged with assaulting a woman. Apparently, he physically attacked a woman. He uh, She had to get stitches. I think her mouth was ripped open, not just burst open, Jesus. ripped open. Um, she had broken teeth. I think she got five or six stitches. She lacerated her entire mouth, I think, up to her cheek. I had to get a couple of stitches to uh, to hold her face together again. But yeah, that's that's Chuck Berry. Again, he wrote, one. he wrote a lot of fucking super music, but it, like, at his core... There's a fucking scumbag, like. We've gone from that insufferable to that scummy scum. scum. That shy bag. Yeah. That's what he is. Right, here's your next one. This is a tame one compared to that. That's okay. That's okay. We're going to bounce between them. Obviously, don't... Mm, putting them on the same list as, as that. Listen, this is what we're doing. It's got it's ranging from just unbearable to yeah. downright just not, mean. Just not great people. <laughs> uh, I find Van Morrison ir- yeah. irritating. <laughs> and, and I just... I don't mind curmudgeonous old fuckers if they have a bit of charm mm. but I can't stand moany bastards if they have no charm at all yeah. and I know that Van Morrison is talented despite the fact that I don't really like his music yeah. it annoys me I'm, I'm on the fence that's oh, what yeah, I am it's, it's weird I'll talk about the music in a minute because I can't really make, I've never been able to make up my mind about this yeah. I I don't like him because he is seems like a really really rude guy he charges over 100 quid for a ticket. Yeah. He comes out, doesn't say hello a lot of the time, doesn't make much conversation, doesn't really do... I'm sure he's done lots of encores mm. in his life, but now a lot of people will say in the tree arena, one of the last gigs he played, people were like, seriously, coming out and not saying anything at all, walking off without saying goodbye or anything, without an encore. It just that comes across yeah. very cold. Yeah. Now, people might ask, does he have to do that? Yeah, not really have to do anything for the money, but... You are an entertainer. And You're just an saying entertainer. hello might be... Like the, ba- the basics of absolute manners. Yeah. You know, good evening. Thank like you, his, good night. His fans will be absolutely blown away by the effort he puts into the show. Mm. Of course. But it would leave me feeling a little bit cold if he just walked straight off after the song. Yeah. I'd be like, really? Yeah. Is that what you... Is that what, yeah. Like he was forced into being there. You like he couldn't have been fucking yeah. arsed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's weirdly accused Bruce Springsteen of ripping him off in the past. Really, uh, Bruce Springsteen has said he, he is influenced, mm. like uh, was influenced by him, but not to the stage where Van Morrison's like, yeah, he just is a version of me that Americans like for the radios. Mm, like, don't know about that. 
there's numerous stories. I didn't want to get too anecdotal. Mm. It's, a lot of this stuff from, from my end of the of the just the kind of mm. unbearables and people who have a bad name for themselves naturally are going to be anecdotal. Yep. I wanted to stay away from too much of that because that's not fair. No, no. But there is numerous stories of artists yeah. saying he was rude to them. There was a big one this week um, online about somebody who, I can't even remember who it was, um, someone who wanted to do uh, a duet with Van and apparently, like, loads of people just stepped in and were like, are you fucking mad? Like, this fella is, like, known. Like, if he shows up to the studio, that's one thing. Yeah. Whether he'll bother his whole yeah. actually singing, if he shows up to the studio, is another thing. And if he does sing, will he even bother putting effort into it? Is, like, the tour. Like, the <laughs> list of, like, negatives for dealing and working with Van Morrison apparently is yeah. just staggering. Staggering. And apparently, you catch him, you catch him on a good day, apparently he's a normal person. You'll yeah, just, and he's like yeah. handshaky, fucking super. Blah, I think blah, he's blah, grand blah. with actual fans, weirdly enough, yeah. despite being on stage and not talking. <coughs> yeah. yeah, but there's definitely something broken within that man. Like, yeah, and it's I don't like, like I said, I like I have a lot of time for people like Ginger Baker and John Lydon who yeah. are known, known, yeah, for being cantankerous. But there's a little boy in them, yes, a little child in them. You yeah. can see it, and it's a bit of a charm about them yeah. as well. And they can be very funny. Mm. He's no humor, and that Zero, kind of that yeah. kind of that kind of cantankerous is not charming to me. No. I don't like that, and that's why I've always, whenever I hear Van, maybe that affects. No, because I didn't like his music before. I found out he was a bit of a True. fucking dick. True. Um, weirdly, I want to put a song on this that I did like and didn't like by him, and it turns out I picked the same song. Really. Moon dance because in my head, yes, I think of the start of it. I hate that bit. Yeah. Then hate that bit but it goes <laughs> can I just have one more that's yeah. a deadly bit yeah exactly and then back to this <laughs> that's just something Van Morrison up. I can't make up whether I like his music yeah. I think Brown Eyed Girl is a, a catastrophe of a song I hate yeah. it Every time, when you hear Brown Eyed Girl mate, it's just, it just that, oh god yeah. boys are back in we're town. here again yeah oh, I yeah I know um, born out on those songs yeah um, born to days like this is a good song yeah yeah, does that like again? Even his voice goes from bits to like when he's singing low, like and he goes like, Argh! I'm like, oh no. But if you look at old videos of him from like the seventies, he's his voice is unreal. Like it really is, like glory and stuff like that. Um, he's Irish, isn't he? He's Northern Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's Irish. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. But yeah, like I get that. That's. I think. It's the same a little bit with Rory Gallagher as well. Uh, a lot of people from the north were just like so into their music, didn't mm. like doing interviews, didn't really like being seen as a rock star. Because in Ireland, you don't want to get that name for yourself to yeah. be basically the Things next can, the next guy on my list. Yeah. You don't want to be seen as that. So, uh, who's your next one? My next one is uh, one of the most important musicians maybe ever, and it's Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, I picked a song, "Whole Lot of Shaking Going On." It's a, it's a good fucking song again. This dude is a fucking disaster. He is a <laughs> fucking disaster. Like, okay, we've got. He's born in nineteen thirty-five. He's still fucking alive, I think. Is he? Fuck! I tell you now, I'm almost certain. I should have checked that, but I'm pretty sure. Are some of these people that. eating the souls of children? I think they're sucking the fucking souls of children out of their assholes. I'm not entirely sure. That, and Chuck Berry? No, it doesn't matter. Chuck Berry's dead. <laughs> I am. Um, uh, he's born in 1935. Fucking yeah, hell. exactly. Now, 
the whole thing, the whole thing about Jerry Lee Lewis is that he's mad into women, right? He's just mad into women, he's and it's incorrigible. He is incorrigible. He's an awful character. <laughs> he's just like Jesus fucking Christ. In 1958, they had a tour cancelled on them, right? He was only kind of starting to get big. He was starting to get known. Because he rode the whole audience. Probably. <laughs> Everybody in the audience was his children. Um, <laughs> he has a tour cancelled because the, a journalist found out that his wife is 13 years of, years of age. And it's his cousin. So much wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. So right? many wrong things. You know, you know what's fucked up about this, right? That. So <laughs> this is what's fucking mad, right? It's 1958. It was just the thing your, back then. No, not even we that, right? Come on. Think about think about then. this, right? 1958. His wife, who was 13 years of age, and his cousin. Turns out that was his third wife. Oh god! <laughs> oh Jesus! Right? Now that 13-year-old that he married. That marriage lasted 13 years. One for each year of her yep. life. Yeah. Uh, lasted for weird. 13 years. Now, when they did break up, she cited mental and physical abuse and all sorts of shit. Because he's mad. He's fucking mad. Mad, mad, mad. I don't know whether anything ever came of it. Um, eventually, he was married seven times. Jerry Lee Lewis has been married seven times. He has six children that we know of. <coughs> you would think he'd have more. I uh, Cop on. I don't know. Yeah. He's, just, he's just mad for women. He's just mad for women. Well, I think he had a like a sort of a condition where his uh, he had a kind of inflamed testicles. I think so. He just couldn't stop driving muck out into not the world. Not because he's got great balls of fire. <laughs> no. No, not doing it. His fifth... Some people would have saw that coming and just literally turned off the podcast. His uh, fifth marriage, I think that only lasted 77 days, something like that. And that girl was only alive 77 days. <laughs> Pretty much... <laughs> Brand new. Now this is where it gets weird. Her name was uh, her name is Sean Stevens, and uh, Sean. Yeah, I know Sean with a W. With a W. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a nice name for a girl, Sean. I'd never heard of a girl called Sean before. Really? Yeah. Sean, it's like Shauna and uh, Shona and I was Sean. I never yeah. heard. No, I've heard it. Um, ended with her death. Uh, and she died in a car accident. I think. I think I have to pull it out my hole. Um, but there was a couple of journalists who were heavily invested and involved in Jerry Lee Lewis. And a bunch of those have come out and reckoned that he was responsible for her death. He had her fucking offed some way. Now, apparently there's been two wives in his kind of cabal, his collection of women that have uh, met strange ends. So he may be that. As in, out of his seven wives, more than one has died? Yes, two, I think. Well, it was one of them from old age. No. Oh. No. Nope, 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 nope. Get this. In 1993... He moves to Ireland. Did he fuck? Did he fucking did? Cork right. probably, was it? Uh, did we all go to Cork? I think it might be in Kerry. I can't remember. Really? I think it's Kerry, yeah. Always he, he moves Cork. to Ireland because uh, he's hiding from the IRS for tax, tax evasion. So he thinks he should fuck up over here. And he apparently loved Ireland anyway. And, uh, but he comes over. I was about to say he was hiding from the IRS. I was like, it's a terrible <laughs> place to hide. Um, so he gets arrested um or they tried to, the IRS come after him for tax evasion. There was murder going on um, in the early 90s with Jerry Lee Lewis. He was suing his own children 
for he thought they were stealing his money. He was soon our managers. I think one of his daughters was his. I think he needs a good slap. He, I, I, <laughs> he got a few. I think he just needs a big he, slap. He, yeah, he got a few. He was um he was also arrested for trying to kill Elvis once. Oh, um, Elvis hell. was his best mate, and he went out in the piss. And he, someone said something to him in the bar that Elvis said something about him. So he jumped in his Cadillac and uh, crashed into the gates of Graceland. <laughs> pulled the pulled the fucking gun out and uh, started waving it around, screaming that he was going to kill Elvis. Now, luckily enough, Elvis, I, Elvis knew cry. Elvis did not cry, <laughs> but Elvis was there. Elvis was at home, but apparently the guy who worked on the gate at Graceland was Jerry Lee Lewis's cousin, who was able to talk him down. They're all connected, they're all mates. So uh, he was out of the can. I thought you were going to go, he was going to let him in. Oh, yeah. Get in, hey, get close, what's the <laughs> if he had a strolled up all chilled, he would have been like, hey, close, Elvis invited me. No, no, he crashed the list. into the gate uh, <laughs> with a gun, screaming that he was going to kill Elvis. Um, Elvis apparently came out when the cops had him. And the cops said, like, on, you know, Mr. Presley, what do you want us to do with this fella? And he's like, that's Jerry Lee Lewis. And they're like, yeah, but he's had to crash into that gate and he's got a gun, said he was going to shoot you. What do you want us to do? And everybody thought, apparently the cops were like... Let's cut a record go. right now. Yeah, but apparently the cops were... <laughs> apparently the cops are going to be like... The, the, the cops thought that Elvis was going to say, oh, listen, just let him off. I'll yeah. get a new guy tomorrow. No, take, take him with you. Arrest him. Get him out of here. Lost his fucking Elvis proper turned on him. And uh, they had a bit of a falling out then after that. He was also... Uh, well, to be fair, like... It, maybe it was just like getting some sleep. Maybe right? getting get away from help. my gate with a gun and Quite a Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Um, he also attempted to kill his bass player once. He uh, pulled out a magnum and shot at him. Jesus, a magnum? Yeah. You get hit anywhere in the body with that, <laughs> exactly, yeah, pretty much yeah. dead. And apparently you fucking, like, literally, the bullet went through his hair. That's how close <sighs> it was. Yeah. No charges pressed or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, this is just a scumbag. So he's had Elvis two... Elvis shot uh, a gun at his, one of his wives as well to wake he, her up. He did, he had the headboard. Yeah, that's right. He's not not so great. Well, this, we got two for one there. Yeah, really nice, nice. Fucking wonderful. I tried to get a great two for one earlier. Did you? Do you know who it was? Who? Lulu, Lou, Lou Reed, and, and Metallica. Lou. Oh, yes. So yes, I would yes, have had yes. Lars Ulrich and Lulu, but it's not on Spotify. Mm. <sighs> oh, it's not. That's right. Yeah, good. But I'm glad we got to mention that. Good, yeah. Two fours are great. Uh, yeah, that's Jerry Lewis. Yeah, just a scumbag. Um, <laughs> just a, just a not a nice person. And it's still alive being a not a nice person. He must be fucking 89 now, is he? I think he's about that. Anyway, who's your next one? Uh, my next one is not a particularly unlikable guy certainly not a bad guy mm. just a sanctimonious god complexy guy and it's mm. Bono oh. I like Bono to a degree I like you two a lot mm. I don't know why people shit on you two I really don't because only Irish people shit on you two that's true and it's um, the, the man of the hill syndrome is what it the, the begrudgery thing yeah. you're the man of the hill yeah yeah it is yeah it is Um, I know that they haven't put out great record in a while maybe 10 years or something like that mm. not putting out bad stuff and when they did it just arrived on your fucking phone that's yeah that's one of that's one of the reasons I have them on this as well that kind of annoyed me that's, a, that's, that's the level of that's the level of arrogance it's just sanctimonious isn't it just like yeah. everyone's a surely it's that, that, that's, it's the pure ego of this lad and uh, now I will say this he has done more of people in general than a lot of people have 100% like his, his philanthropy is, is, is probably it's definitely harder than any other rock star in the world. I reckon, probably, like, other people put more effort in. He's just got more He's influence and more pull. Yeah. yeah, and he does more Since in the terms 80s, of, like, yeah. he just does it better. Yeah. He has definitely been consistent. Yeah. Like, even going back to what, looking at 
that fucking Christmas song, Do They Know It's Christmas Time, Shy and yeah. Live Aid. And he was the best bit on that. He was. Apart from uh, Simon LeBond from Duran Duran. That's right. But, um, like, yeah, like the iPod story where they put uh, Songs of Innocence on the iPad in um, 2014 mm. was one of those where, where Apple had to come out with a special bit of software to remove it. To remove it. it. Like, I had an iPhone. I was back putting then. my thing on random, and, and that song came on. Yeah. That wasn't a particularly good yeah. album. It like, it just arrived. That's what was fucking like. I, I up until like two years ago, I had an iPhone, yeah. and I'll never forget that day that that happened. Now, if I had got an email, was off it an iPhone iTunes, or an iPod? iPhone. It was an iPhone. Yeah, my phone. Anybody yeah. who had iTunes, I think, installed, yeah. got it. But if I had got an email or even a little pop up message on my phone saying. The new U2 album here is here and it's free. Do you want to download it? Yes or no. That mm. would be perfectly fine. But I just turned, like, I looked at my phone in the morning and there it was in my iTunes. Same thing, hit and play. And Oh, the, even people that didn't buy this new, oh, wow. Is anybody who had iTunes? You see, what I'm getting, I'm mistaken the fact that I think it might have been 2009 they released an iPod with their Hot oh, yeah, they Special don't, Edition. Yeah. With their, there was a special with, edition with iPod. With their entire yeah. back catalogue yeah. on it. Yeah. Like, I'm getting that. Mis- yeah. That's what I'm getting mistaken. No, they that did. Flopped, they, that flopped by Of course it did. Yeah. It was a weird colour and everything. Yeah, they it, was came red, up, it was black with a red circle. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they definitely had their own iPod. Yeah. That crashed and burned like a motherfucker. I was, they, yeah. I was reading a little bit about why... I didn't know about this. Uh, a lot of Irish people haven't liked Bono from early on because of... Um, they, the, you two opposed uh, Norayat, which was the organisation that funded the IRA during the Troubles. Mm. And they came out and had a thing about that. Mixed with the fact that he has an honorary knighthood. Mm. That's going to draw a lot of criticism from Again, certain Irish people. Yeah. I personally don't give a shit. I don't give a bollocks. No, Whatever. No, we take an OBE for the crack. Um, no, I wouldn't. No. Would you not? No, absolutely not. No. You can have mine. You can have mine, you mean? Whatever. I'll have two. Like, you're just pushing another one onto me. That yeah, makes right. no sense. At all. You take two, right? No, take two. I do, uh, whatever about fucking Bono and whatever about me being not not hugely political. I, I have my opinions. It's definitely not for this podcast. If you were, but, but, but the, the whole fucking English uh, monarchy thing, not fuck off. If you get an OBE, does that mean you can eat swan with the queen? I think you can eat the queen out. Oh, fucking chow down on brown town for the queen. <laughs> yeah, imagine. Downtown Abbey, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, what I used to think it was called. <laughs> Downtown I d- Abbey. I read things wrong. If my brain won't make the oh, yeah, the first time I saw it coming up on like a player or Downtown Abbey go, doesn't about, even make any sense. The opposite. Hi- it's hip hop monks. Yeah, it's, like a, <laughs> it's an oxymoron. It's an oxymoron. It doesn't make any oh, sense. Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> there's a tax dodging thing as well. Yeah, um, a lot of people will say that. What he did wasn't, uh, forget about the second, the, the Paradise Papers thing mm. for a minute. The initial thing where in 2006, um, Ireland's tax exemption for artists was yeah. ended. And they pulled all their money out of Ireland and put it into Netherlands. Um, which is legal for them to do yep. at the time. Just dirty. Just dirty because tax does pay for the poor. Yeah, but also, do you know what? The more I think about stuff like that, I know Ireland used to be a tax haven for artists. That's why we had a lot of people ha- own houses here. Um, a lot of people had businesses running out here. Um, you know what I found out recently? Pornhub is based in Dublin. In the IFSC. Really? Pornhub.com is based in Dublin. God. The, the two lads who own it have literal addresses in Dublin. 
Like they live here. There's some like tax exemption from X years ago. And was digital start? Funny because porn itself was illegal for like much. You don't think any of it's produced here? No, but, but what I'm saying it's kind of kind of weird. Yeah, uh, that's they, crazy. How fucked up was that? I only found that out the other day. In the IFSC, there's a door you can knock on, and fucking that's where Pornhub is based. I wasn't delivering pizza to there, go by yeah. Facebook. Well, I don't know Facebook's like, I, not there, but I don't know somewhere is it now? Fucking. I don't I keep saying fucking out of nowhere just fucking 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 fucking. uh, (laughs) I don't believe that much work is done there I just think that they're corporate (laughs) but I don't think there's like hundreds of people clacking away do you know what I mean I think it might be just a a, a shitty office well that's where they get their tax haven exactly so that their HQ is here and the owners are here but I think all the offices and uh, where they do the programming and maintain the websites there in like Quebec and Montreal and Paris. They've offices all over the world. But their HQ is in the IFSC on the north side of Dublin. Imagine their HR department. Do you imagine? Do you imagine? No HR department. There's probably no lads really. The, no, there'd be just two programmers. Two or three people there. Just programmers. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, Bono. Yeah, so like the way I feel about the texting as well, he does a lot for charity and he does get a lot of money put into it. He doesn't want to make any of it his money. Mm-hmm. The other side of it is he might not agree with how Irish government spends mm. his tax money. True. Which would be a considerable amount if they stopped tax if they started mm. taxing. So I will put that aside for a minute. Uh, he was shown up in the Paradise Papers that was uh, a few years ago um about taking advantage of massive amount of tax avoidance schemes yeah. and tricks. Um, but I think that's the nature of the beast as well. There's not a there's not a company or a, even a philanthropist out there that's not trying to not give money. You know what I mean? Like, it's really a tough one to, 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 he doesn't want to trust other people taking his money and spending it, which I kind of get a mm. little bit. I'm not entirely happy about, I'm sure no one's happy about their tax, the way it's been spent. Oh, Ireland, absolutely. Especially. Yeah, of course. Um, it doesn't seem like, maybe he does give loads of his money away to charity. All I know is he tells other people to. Yeah. Or else at least tries to, he does do a lot. Another reason that people, uh, I think it was 2006, he was, it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. This is not his fault, but it just made Irish people just roll their eyes even more up on it. And the state of maybe the way the internet is playing things. He mm-hmm. was voted uh, Woman of the Year. Woman of the Year? By Glamour Magazine. Who okay. Only ever voted women as a thing, and it was just slated. They, were, they said, yeah, because he started a lot of charities. Yeah. For, I think he started a charity called. Um, Poverty is sexist, or something like that. About like how women will be affected way more yeah. during poverty and stuff like that. And it was it was a real success in terms of getting exposure out there for stuff like that. Mm. So that was the that was. And he does listen. He does do a lot, but then again, he I, loves it. He fucking he loves, loves it. it. What, what I say about Bono is that you see, you watch interviews with him, and he's 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 fucking creepy. Like he's he's very. He's cre- he has this creepy crawly gene and the slimy kind of gene where he's just he talks like a politician but he's trying to be like the cool dad politician I know it's strange I know exactly it's really hard to describe yeah, yeah. and, and he speaks that, a little bit slower and does. lower than you think he should but I think that's to make him like so yeah. people who maybe like English might not be their first language because that's he's working on all these charities so they can understand every word that their god 
says to them. Yeah, he you makes his I mean? voice seem more saccharine or something. Yeah, but he does that. You know that Conor McGregor like, thing? It's like, I would like to say to you, oh, where he, I am. Where he wants to put a marketing, yeah, marketable voice exactly. out there. That's crazy. So as yeah. opposed to talking like me and you, it was like, I yeah. am going to go to Madison Square Garden on the 25th of... Like, he does his Bono version of that. Yeah. And it's dirty. I hate it. Like, I hate it. Uh, when it's all said and done, right, Bono has done more for music and for humanitarian causes yeah. then let's say Philina and the reason I mention Philina is there's a lauded statue of Philina there probably won't be one yeah. ever of Bono yeah. the nearest thing you'll see is just a plaque the, when he does the, the, the picture that's on the side of the Temple Music Centre the, the, uh, yeah. the silhouette I went to the same school as Bono did you? yeah and uh, there was like pictures of him he used to play rugby you see, that's there we go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and this would have been w- in the way back when, before <laughs> rugby was in any way cool. Yeah. You know, before Huynigan got a hold of it. Like, this would have been. Rush. Yeah. Oh, Rush, Gorge. Yeah, 100%. So there was pictures like of him in the rugby team um, on the walls. They never made a big song and dance about it. It was just, yeah. it was there, you know? Like, I find Bono a bit annoying. That's mm. why I put him in my insufferables. If I see an interview with him, I won't watch it. I'll turn off. The only but sound the was Larry Moon. Like, Larry Moon seems sound. Yeah. Like, just a normal bloke. Yeah. Like, you'd have a point on him. Yeah. Boom, a fag up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the rest of it would be like, absolutely <laughs> not. You know what I mean? You got the weird artsy robot one. That, Clayton? Yeah. Yeah. Right? No interest. Just art robot. He is a robot. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Art robot. Right? Yeah. And then you've got the fucking... Edge. The one with the bleeding hat. The edge, <laughs> What's yeah. under that hat? Whatever. There's no hair on there. Guarantee you that. Right, but it's just Warriors. brain just, is brain. It's, it just doesn't. He doesn't seem like a real like, not even nice person. He just seems like an empty hollow shell. He sounds, of a seems human. like a bit of a kind of ignorant uncle. Yeah, you know what distant, I mean. Distant, distant. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're pretty. You think you're deadly. Yeah. And At then, least Bono, you probably get a you'd get a, you'd get a good but in genuine conversation out of Bono. Yes. You wouldn't even listen. He's to just you. like aiming to be El Presidente. Yeah. Fucking. So I had to put him on the list because a lot of people hate him. I don't. Definitely don't hate him. I don't think he's. I don't think he's even to the level of hateable, but he is annoying as fuck. Yes. And he is yes. insufferable the way he goes on. Yes. So, uh, who's your next one? I picked a horrible person uh, that has done loads of horrible things and is known as one of the most horrible people in music. And it's Shugnoy. Yeah, he's a bad man. He's a terrible person. <laughs> so, uh, what I'd done was I tried to find a track that actually had Shug on it and I couldn't find reference. Now, I'm not going to lie. it is. Because he doesn't want to be all up in your videos dancing like the producers. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. That's it. But I, 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 I thought there might have been something where there might have been a sample or, or yeah. whatever. Now, I didn't go digging too hard, so there, there could well be. Doesn't matter. You gotta, listen, we're following the rules here. Exactly. So I had to pull another uh, Death Row Records artist to, to throw in there, and I wasn't going to put in a Snoop or a Tupac because it's just got eventually come back and look at the artists that we've used in this podcast three years time and it's going to be 1700 pink, two packs pink and Floyd. pink floyds and fucking killing jokes so i'm trying to pick something a little bit different so i picked a, a track by somebody called the lady of rage and the song is called afro puffs it's kind of because yeah, well, I, well, I didn't know when i was looking through the list i was like oh i wonder what she did yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> lady of rage yeah. i'm like I'm lovely. <laughs> yeah. So th- this song is off the uh, Above the Rim soundtrack. But this tale is about Shugnoy. Uh He's from Compton originally. And he's best known, obviously, as the CEO of Death Row Records. He, he used to be an American football player. And he played a couple he's of games. Huge, he's huge, isn't he? He's a monstrous guy. Um, he played a couple of games um, in the NFL. Now, he wasn't a first draft player. Like, he wasn't their first pick. But apparently, there was a big walkout. Um 
where all the regular team's players were like, we're not getting paid enough and this is wrong, this is wrong. Yeah. So they picked all these like B-listers and that's how we got to play. Um, for the, it was the Los Angeles Rams he played for. Um, he started off as a bodyguard for Bobby Brown. That was the start of his kind of... Uh, Took intro- play that game. <laughs> exactly. That was the beginning of his introduction to music. And scumbaggery. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of gets weird. So he... Um, he started managing artists while he was working as a bodyguard. and uh, he, That kind of makes sense as well, because he could, like... He was being introduced to people, and the people that were being introduced to Bobby Brown, that Bobby Brown wanted nothing to do with, he might, if he saw something in them, yeah, he'd take them under his Also, way. he probably just went up and goes, do you want me to be your manager? And they went, no. And he went, I'll ask you again. Yeah. Do you want me to be your manager? Uh, <coughs> okay. <laughs> so there was a guy um, called Mario Johnson, and he was one of Shogun's kind of talents now this is fucking he has no record label anything like that at this stage yeah he's thinking about starting a record label he's he re- seems like a very i could do that kind yeah, of guy kind of. i could do that so he, he's trying to um he starts a management company i think i think it's a management company now whether he actually starts a company or whether he just says that he has started a management company is definitely up for debate so he has this artist called mario johnson and mario johnson is 100 percent convinced that Vanilla Ice used a sample from his song for Ice Ice Baby. He's absolutely convinced of this. So Shug fucks off to Vanilla Ice's hotel room, knocks on the door saying, listen, I'm here, here with Mario Johnson. I think there's something to do with um, royalties over the sample that needs to be looked at. So Vanilla Ice, being a fucking idiot, opens the door. Bang. Cut the five minutes later. Apparently, apparently, Shugnoy has vanilla ice by the ankle and he's hanging him off the balcony at the hotel. <laughs> and he makes him sign over all the rights to Ice Ice Baby for the royalties. He takes that money and he starts Death Row Records. Right? Now, where it gets fucking even more interesting is that eventually MC Hammer joins Death Row Records. MC Hammer is on Death Row Records. Right? Now. <laughs> so does he owe more royalties to MC Hammer? <laughs> MC Hammer apparently recorded an album for Death Row Records that was never released. Um, there's a couple of songs that he done with Tupac. Um, there's a couple of songs he done with Summer, maybe one with Dre, where he, he guessed on it. But this would have been around the time where MC Hammer was going through his big Christianity phase, big born again Christian phase. Right. Um, so he, he still would have been a big enough name, but not like he was. You know, uh, it wouldn't have been. This would have been around the too legit the crit era maybe just after hammer time um strangely enough with tupac the only reason he got tupac even onto debt row records because he paid like a two million dollar bail to get him out of jail and he said i'll pay for your bail if you join debt row records right and he did um that means people would have got that bail money back though if tupac didn't do it and you get that bail money back right uh, i don't know i think you do uh, no bail will be <clears throat> be bail bonds no, bail yeah. works. If they yeah, if, if, they, if they turn up, no, yeah, all they have to do is turn if, up to court. Yeah, if it, if it turns out that they're not guilty. No, no, I think you can even be guilty. I think you just have to turn up to court. I think the only thing is gets you out of jail for that time. For that Maybe, time, yeah, I don't know. I think you sure. can still get done. You still get, yeah. As far, as far as I know, that's true. It's not. Otherwise, nobody would pay anybody's bond mm. if they thought they were guilty. True, true, true. Yeah, true. I, I, honestly, I think it's just. It's, remember in Jackie Brown, your man was a bail bondsman. Yeah, yeah. You even noticed people. Like the bounty hunter, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does all that malarkey as well. He died, didn't he? Did he die uh, his wife died. Oh, he died a few weeks she, ago. She yeah. was nice. Um, I think. I, mean, I think. I don't know. I know we're on telly. Um, so he gets the money off 
Vanilla Ice to start Death Row Records. Now, that's not really good enough for me because he doesn't really have anybody. But he wants Dr. Dre. But Dr. Dre is under contract to Easy es company, Ruthless Records. Mm. So he goes over with a gang of his mates and they knock the absolute bollocks out of Easy e to get a release signed for Dre. Because yeah. Dre wants to go, but he's under contract. So they beat the shit out of Easy e and Dre comes over. And that's the beginning of the golden era of fucking... Didn't he also, like, not quite deny... Or someone said, someone asked in an interview, said, someone said that you gave Easy AIDS. And he, oh, went, and he went, Yeah, but he's, listen, he's a lying fuck. He's, he'll say whatever. He, yeah. uh, to this day, Shugnoy tells people that Tupac's alive. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, his, his, his son is going around telling people that he hangs out with Tupac in South America. And whenever Shug is interviewed about it, he's like, um, no comment, but yeah. You pretty know, sure, pretty sure Tupac is dead because. If he was still alive, Death Row would still be probably gone. You never quite know. Quite possibly, quite possibly. Um, he started the East Coast, West Coast field. He really did. He, he actually did. At the, did. Was that the Source Awards? Yeah, or, or Source, yeah, the yeah. Source Award part. Where he made that comment about P- yep. Puff Daddy. Um, yeah. He's considered to be possibly involved in the deaths of Biggie and Tupac. He's He has been Wouldn't questioned. In, in both cases. I, I know I'm a guy from Dublin, but I wouldn't rule that out. <laughs> yeah. Now, to <laughs> be fair, when, when, uh, when Tupac was shot, he was also shot. But, um, yeah, I, I in the arm know. or the shoulder, wasn't it? He took, he took a lump in the face and a lump in the arm or something like that. Sure. Yeah, but he, I mean, if he, he was involved in that, it would be fucking risky maneuver. Now, what's interesting is by the time Death Row Records closed, by the time it closed up the shop, um, he only had $12 left in his bank account. That was it. That's what he was down to. Jeez. $12 so what they done was they auctioned off almost everything um, the master tapes the rights the whole thing now Death Row Records the catalogue has changed hands Jesus four or five times and now there's some weird it's mostly pretty bad isn't it I would say 60% of the Death Row Records stuff is fucking garbage but mm. the stuff that isn't garbage is probably yeah, some of great. the best hip hop ever made like yeah. it's the stuff that Dre touched and Daz touched and obviously the first Snoop album stuff like that they're just they're untouchable um, he uh, they auctioned off loads of stuff to try and make money um, because while all this was happening he he was in so much trouble lads he was just such a bold boy <laughs> like apparently actually this is a weird one on an episode of Storage Wars um, I think Barry Epstein the, the guy with the glasses and the cool haircut yeah. the guys around the cool cars he bought a, a storage locker that had a load of Shug Knight's actual clothes and shit in it that had been taken out of the uh, debt row offices and hidden away. So they found like jackets and clothes and for like, huge lads. For yeah, absolute like eight foot tall bigfoots. <laughs> um, but I, I, I done a little timeline. This is fucking incredible, right? I done this little timeline of his major arrests, right, and things he was done for. Yeah. So nineteen ninety five, armed robbery and assault. Nineteen ninety six, probation violation. 2003 assault. Has anyone have a rap album called Probation Violation? Uh, or at least rhymes. Not that I know of. Not <laughs> I know of. Uh, 2008 assault. 2008 he sues Kanye West after being shot at Kanye's party. <laughs> Someone shot him at Kanye West's party. 2009 assault. 2014 he gets shot again. He's been shot a lot this lad. A lot. 2014 robbery. 2015 he kills somebody by knocking them over. And he's currently in jail doing 28 years. Mm. Um, but what's interesting, so he gets put away in 2015 for knocking someone down and killing them in his car. But in 2017, he fucking, he, yeah, 
he starts writing letters and sending uh, voicemails to the guy who directed that straight out of Compton movie, um, threatening to kill him. So now he's being chased down for more time for threatening to kill this poor fucking director bloke. He was just, just trying to tell a story. Keep your nose clean in jail. Pretty much. Although he, he has that many years in it, he's gonna be like whatever. He, he, I don't know. I, don't, I doubt he's getting out unless he actually is hiding two pack. <laughs> you know what I mean? Swap your two pack for me getting out of jail. You know what I mean? So I take it. Let him lose. A lot of judges would take that. Yeah, I think so. My daughter has, is a big fan. Exactly. Uh, Noi has been portrayed seven times in different movies. Yeah, all the same way. Seven times. It's never good. never good. Never There's never been a good one. He has been, his character, his, like him, have been in seven movies. In countless documentaries. So I'm talking movies. All Eyes on Me, the Tupac movie, yeah. which is a There's massive There's a Biggie one he's in. The, the Biggie movie's very good. It is, actually, yeah, yeah. The Tupac um, one is not. The, was he in Strayo Compton? He would have been in Strayo Compton. Yeah. He was, yeah, because they're doing the whole yeah. fucking dogs eating people in the death row offices and all. <laughs> um, yeah, seven different ones. I had a list, but I actually ran out of space on my page, as you can see. Yeah. Um, countless documentaries, like... Infinite amounts of documentaries. And then we've got television shows as well. Because I don't that 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 uh, Tupac and Biggie Netflix TV yeah. show. And then well. there's your, was your one who, the same guy who did uh, Court and Courtney. Yep. He's awful, that English fella who doesn't seem like he's interested in what he's talking about. But he's just... I know the lad. You know the guy, he holds the boom mic when he's, he's an arsehole. Yeah. Uh, that's Shug Noy. Just another, just a general scumbag. Um, but apparently, a kind of a likeable scumbag. Like he's very pretty affable like you could have a conversation with him and he's a lot of people are like that yeah. if, he's, if you're on his side yeah you know what I, mean? I think that's the way it works anyway who's your next one uh, if you say if I say DJ you say Khaled I fucking hate this guy. I don't understand what he is I did, well I struggle to still I st- even after researching I still struggle I don't know to what figure he is. out what this lad is I know is. he's a guy who shouts his name a lot he's a hype man for himself even yeah. though he's not the DJ when he is DJing DJing okay is he a DJ? Was a DJ. Okay. I found this out. He was a DJ in... His name is Khaled Muhammad Khaled. Yeah. Uh, he was a DJ in my, on the Miami hip-hop station, 99 Jams. Um, he was very successful, a hip-hop DJ. Now, in saying that... Hang on, he what's ma- his name? Khaled Muhammad Khaled. Like race cars, race car backwards? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, no, that's... <laughs> no, otherwise, it'd be... Delac. De Maho Delac. That's a better name. Um, he was a DJ in Miami. Yeah, no, it was a radio DJ, so I don't know how much he's mixing this. He's a DJ, DJ, disc, disc jockey, as in on a radio yeah, station. I don't um, think that's much to be proud of, really. Like, uh, for, Well, if it is, if you're sound about it, which he's not now. Um, he was picked up by the hip-hop group Terror Squad. Okay. As their DJ. Really? I still don't know. How good in his live performance he was at being their DJ. Mm. Um, I still can't get, I couldn't get anyone to re- rate or review how good DJ Cal was. I did not DJ. know that he was in Terror Squad because I love Terror Squad. He was uh, recruited as their DJ, yeah. So he, he uh, for a while he was with them. And then he got a few production credits. Again, getting production credits mm. is not a massive thing unless. Not really. He, so he is a producer now. But what this guy, I just sort of learned, is just a middleman. Mm. He's like a crap Timberland. He gets mm. the people into these. Pro- All of his albums are hugely successful. But they're just projects where he brings in, like he just, Beyonce he or puts Justin pieces Bieber. together. Yeah. And the music itself is not particularly good or bad. Mm. It's just whatever is popular then, mm. he'll recreate it 
and he's just got a name for himself at being like uh, he's one of these really internet famous people as well. Yeah. He's marketed himself as like uh, this guy on S- Snapchat thing where he'll come on and talk about like you played yourself. He's got mm. these one liners yeah, yeah, and yeah, another yeah. one, and he's become just a meme. Yeah, basically like a human fucking yeah. meme. Um, he. He's also just a relentless advertiser of his own stuff and little businessman. That's, that's what I, I know of him is that he's like, he's brutal in his fucking like, his push to let everybody know who he is and what he does at yeah, all times. So he'll just be like, like I said, if I say DJ, you say Khaled. And it's getting to the point now where the videos surfacing all the time of that falling flat. Yeah. Because he's playing a couple of seconds of a song or getting his DJs to play a couple mm-hmm. of songs. He's DJ Khaled and his DJs are the DJs. Is he just walking around with a microphone? Walking around fucking hyping up the whole gig like a fucking idiot. That's fucking mad. He's weird and I hate him. So he's not rapping. He's just walking no, around no. while DJs play no. music. Well, he just shouts his name. I don't know if he raps. I don't, I've I never don't heard him so. on anything. I, like, I play some of his stuff every now and then. Very little because I don't know what's going well, on. Surely now. it would be MC Khalid and not DJ Khalid. Then. Yeah, well, no, he's still DJ Khalid and he's yeah. not really DJing. Um, he's more of a curator yeah. of projects that his albums sort of get really big. But he's a fucking annoying arsehole. Mm. And I don't like him. He just he strikes me as like the fucking James Corden of music. I, do, I not, do I hate him because he's stupid and fat? He no. just comes across. I'm not trying yeah. to be weightless. He's just yeah. annoying. And that's maybe some reason why I hate James Corden. I don't know. Everyone has a little weird thing about James Corden. It's like, do I, is, it, is it worse that he's fat? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just being, I'm just being honest. I'm being brutally honest. And I'm not, it's not, it's not reasonable. It's not nice. Yeah. But I have to wonder. You just know. Is you're, it more annoying that you're he's... <laughs> the fucking, like, the infin- infinity gem that lives inside your fucking soul. Like, Whenever you you see DJ Khalid tells you that's something wrong with him. That's all it is. Yeah, sixth sense. Like it's just shines. <laughs> but like even outside of him, like looking like an annoying bully child who mm. got his own way because his face just it's, oh his face. And if you ever I, I don't know, I've seen him in a couple of little snippets of interviews. I would never go looking for one until now, mm. where he just. He's not really answering the question. He's looking around him. He's just talking yeah. pre pre made sentences yeah. that he has ready for the thing. Yeah. Um, What's your new album with like uh, DJ Khalid? When I say Khalid, you say yeah. One of his Snapchat videos was a son being born. Ew. What? Yeah. Don't he do showed that. his fucking child being born on Snapchat. Live birth. Fuck him. Snapchat. Uh, he made that baby a co producer on one of his albums. Get the fuck out of here. Um, I, don't, I don't know whether that does that protect him for the future from money uh, this lad is not short of a few quid Definitely he's an not. incredible businessman mm-hmm. but he just seems to be a product mm. that he invented himself do, do you know what I reckon he is do you know one of those people that we know that come in and call you by your name though you've never met them yes they're terrifying yeah yeah. and they find the undercover cop that and, like, everybody thinks they're undercover cops and those people end up getting like Gigs and yeah. and uh, getting bands and yeah. they're not very good at what they yeah. do and just keep rising yeah. by sheer brass neck yeah. and sheer just That's talking all. themselves away. Yeah. Now there's a certain amount of respect I have for that, but not if they're fat. It's not. It's not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't even DJ and <laughs> DJ fucking tracks. I'm fucking fat at this stage. Like I'm just saying. Like <laughs> it's just no. He's annoying because of the way he talks and. So I had to I had to find right now people are listening going, I oh, didn't sound that bad, just seems no. like an average but right. Like, Go on to YouTube and no, type no. it in and Yeah, no. He, he has he is a he's definitely a misogynist. Yeah. Cause here's some quotes, right? Oh, so, gimme, gimme. 
in an interview in, uh, that resurfaced in 2005 from before he was properly famous, mm-hmm. he uh, turns out he refuses to perform oral sex on his wife. Okay. So they asked him, I was like, okay, fair enough, but do you expect that? And he's like, absolutely yeah. expect that. And <laughs> demand it. <laughs> we didn't say demand it, but we'll go into it. in the contract. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm not going to paraphrase him because yeah. I'm actually going to read it in a stupid fucking accent as well because otherwise I'll be sound like I'm being, my grammar's gone to <laughs> shite if I don't say it a bit yeah. like him. No, I'll, I'll, read, I'll read it. Give it I'll read it my own voice. You'll know it's hey. grammar because of him. Wow, grammar because of him. My yeah. grammar's not as good yeah. as I thought it was. <laughs> Forget it, I'm sick. Different rules for men. A woman should praise the man, the king. Yeah. Uh, it says here the 42-year-old rapper, lies, <laughs> yeah. and Weight Watchers social media ambassador. <laughs> I'm not saying that after what I just said. Uh, if you holding it down for your woman, I feel like the woman should praise and a man should praise the queen. Okay, we're getting somewhere. Right. Oh, hang on. No, he fucked it up. But you know, my praise is saying, how was your dinner? How do you like the house you're living in? Or how them clothes you're getting? Oh. Um, he's a fucking dickhead. Yeah. He pushes uh, these workout things and supplements with his albums. Yeah. But, huh? I don't know. It's too much. It's too much going um, on there. Here's the great thing. For his albums now, he has other producers working for him to produce the albums. Get the fuck out of so here. So what the fuck is what, this, lad? What is he? What is this, lad? <laughs> what, is, what is this guy? He's just a fucking... He's an absolute jobber that just found a way to get really famous and popular. And so really all I can figure out... He's is like that, the boss's fucking like idiot fucking son <laughs> yeah. or something, you know? But, but all I can figure out is he's found a brilliant way to market quite considered the cringiest interviews and, and just videos, to, like internet videos and stuff like that. And also, he is very good at getting people together. Because I think those people are like, it, it makes sense for me to go on the DJ Khaled mm. thing because he's famous. But he's only famous because he got people onto his thing. Where yeah. did that start? Yeah, he no, just, where does he it just, begin? He just got the ball rolling and now yeah. he's living in it. Um, Blame uh, Fatcha Open Terror Squad because he's, he's got a similar <laughs> thing. He would have been, yeah, he would have... Uh, he would have been on the live tour of that, mm. I think. That yeah. album, the first album. Yeah. What's it called against the Italian? Uh, I think it's just Terror Squad. Terror Squad, isn't it the first one? No, but the Fat Joe's one. Oh, fuck. Uh, the Hot Terror Squad, on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, that's cra- I didn't know that till recently. Brain, so that's 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 his little start. And he yeah. was, uh, because he started in Florida, they have a very loyal thing. Oh, yeah. So people were yeah. super loyal to him when his first yeah. album came out. I think people, he had a good name for himself for being like just a DJ. Mm. He probably knew his hip hop, but I don't know how mm. much mixing goes on uh, on those in terms of actual talented mixing. He'd DJ have to mixing. be, like, he'd have to be. He'd have to be decent at his job. If he's, yeah, if, is he mixing? Probably, well, whether he is now or not, I don't know. No, like. no. All, he, all he does is turn up now. I think he turned up at one of Blizzard's events thinking he was bigger with the crowd at that than he was and he just kept trying to hype them and they weren't having it. Oh. And it was, it's, it's amazing to watch. The gas thing was, you'd think he'd give up and just start playing a bit just of music. Cool dance. He just keeps stopping the music. Because you know what? It seems like he gets angrier and angrier. There's a new video out of him now, which is why I put him on the list. Because literally the other day when we were coming up with people, I saw it went, I, I couldn't imagine a better You're person. You're going down. But you are going on this list. 14 times he tried to resurrect the crowd and 14 different snippets of songs he got really? his DJs. Till he started shit. His DJs were running now. He wasn't telling them what. 
he wanted. He goes, yeah. DJ's another one. And, was, and DJ's like, oh. oh. He's like, and he goes, what are you fuckers doing? And then, well, you forgot he left the yeah. mic up like that. And it's just so embarrassing. Oh. And he's putting, put your hands in the air if you're X, Y, Z. Put your legs up there if you're, you can see me. <laughs> if you're with me. It was me. so yeah. stupid. And I just, I can't stand this guy. There's no actual content. Yeah. There's no deep. Yeah. So I can't even tell, like all of his interviews, he's not even been sound about really anything. He, he's not even kind of been like, Ah, listen, I know, a bit of a chance yeah. or whatever like that. He yeah. doesn't get that charm about he, him. He's uh, just keeps him uh, very serious. I, swear, about I think there's a little tiny little insect inside <coughs> him just pulling some levers. That's it, yeah. Just making a little so, bug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, steering him. Uh, one last thing. Let's Re- see what happens. Recently, the kind of mask slipped of the whole positivity and thing like that, right. where uh, his album didn't go to number one. It went to number two. Right. And Tyler the Creator's Igor album went to oh. number one. And, um,. He was quoted on a Snapchat, which he instantly deleted because he fucked up. You knew he fucked up. Mm. A lot of people went, oh, no, hang on a second. Don't fucking start on Tyler the Creator. Because a lot of people, huge amount of respect for Tyler the Creator. I like him a lot as well. Mm. He has that, he's a, he's a strange character and he makes music that you feel is not based on anyone else's. He's yeah. got his own style. And so so Khaled comes out on a, on a Snapchat. Who fucking uses Snapchat no. at his age? 42-year-old man or 40-whatever he is. Idiot. <clears throat> um, I make albums so people can play it and you actually hear it. I don't know what the fuck that means. That's yeah. what albums are for, you absolute goon. What the fuck? Um, you know, driving your car, you hear it in other people's car. What? You know, you go to the barber shop, you hear them playing it. What? You know, you turn on the radio and you hear them playing it. It's called great music. That's what? a fucking lie for a start. It's called great albums that you can actually hear the songs. Not no mysterious shit that you never hear. That was his dig at Turtle the Creator. And since then, Turtle the Creator has just been like, hasn't really come out and said that, just been liking loads of statuses that hate Good. him. It's just not real subtle, low level digs back at him. I, do, I think this, and uh, I think that's just one of the times where I saw him rattled. And I love to see him rattled. I thought he was just like super positive, everything's yeah. grand, only when it's going his way. And people are buying his supplements and his albums. And, uh, he annoys the fucking shit out of me. Yeah. I, I didn't know anything about him until right now. I don't think we really know much more. Annoying the shit out of me as well. I don't think we know much more about him now. That's, if we don't, but we're clearer. Uh, that's my last one. Or not my last one, sorry, it's my second. I don't know. My, my, that, that last one. What's yeah. your next one? <laughs> Jesus, I'm, I'm not well, lads. It's okay. I'm, uh, well. I'm going to do a little quick one because um, we're, we're, not, we're okay on time. But, uh, I've done Miles Davis. Um, I picked Blue and Green. Uh, so Miles, he was a cranky bastard, he wasn't he? Was just a, do you know what? There seems to be this weird split personality with Miles Davis. He, he died in nineteen ninety one. I think it was the later years, wasn't it? Was he cranky? It was all bastard. over the shop. I think he, he, he started off one way and en- ended up on a completely different level of hmm. like he apparently like he, Jesus Christ, he he used to play with his back to the audience because he was so and apparently it wasn't a fear thing. Apparently, he just thought that the people went wordy to see him well, play, you know? I always try and give people the benefit of the doubt when I hear about people doing that. Yeah. There's a few bands that do that. Uh, wanky, but Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of that. Like the, the, some of the, the singer of the specials used to do that. He used to suffer from his nerves. He used to That's turn his back. If then. he comes out and says that. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he plays with his back to the fans. He used to play with his back to, to his fans, anyway. Um, he used to write to journalists, to music critics who would be positive towards any other artist other than him. 
So he'd be reading magazines and he'd see uh, Coltrane or whatever the fuck has this great record out and he would write to them saying like what the fuck are you talking about him for when he can be talking about me like oh so was, they wouldn't have even said anything bad about him no, just no, wouldn't have said no. just used that time to talk about yeah, somebody else yeah right just, they weren't talking about him so he wasn't happy that's embarrassing yeah it's just a, again just horrible he used to uh, he worked as a pimp for a while when he was getting started as a musician he used to pimp out women um, to make a few quid now I think he started off being a cokehead he ended up on heroin and that's when it all kind of turns to shite. He had a massive, uh, massive cocaine and heroin issues. Um, his ex-wife, uh, Frances Davis, her name was, uh, claimed that he beat her. Yeah, he beat her constantly and so much that she had to run for her life. And uh, he himself admitted in his own autobiography that he approved of men beating their wives and girlfriends to keep them in line. Yeah, he cheap. also admitted to like cheating on every girlfriend, wife, girl, anything he'd ever had in his entire life. Like, he never stayed on the fucking target. Like again, it's a little quick one. He's just a scumbag. Yeah, you know, he's just a, a generally unlikable. Never really gave good interviews or or talked well about anything. There was recently um, a movie made about him with Don yeah. Don Cheadle, and apparently they they humanise him too much. I didn't. It's John, Don Cheadle done it. Mm. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I read a couple of things online as it was. Yeah, they just made him. They just made him cranky, and they didn't really make him a. Yeah, but apparently they they made him like uh, they didn't really make him. They didn't turn the scumbag up. Yeah, they just get, added to the conflicted artistry of his duality yeah. of being, as opposed to him just being a cantankerous <clears throat> cunt. I remember when that movie came out. Um, there was it was I think it was like Cineworld or someone was doing a competition to win tickets to it and I never enter competitions but mm. I was like I really want to see it and the uh, the thing was tell us your favourite story about when you heard Miles Davis's music for the first time yeah and I said the first time that I'd heard it was in a car with Miles Davis and he put it on himself <laughs> when we were on our way to the community centre to play badminton <laughs> and I said that uh, <laughs> I said that when we were playing badminton he wanted to use uh, a tennis ball mm instead of the shuttlecock, because he didn't want to use shuttlecocks, he doesn't like them. And I said that they're going to uh, they're gonna break the badminton rackets. Yeah. And uh, they did break the badminton rackets mm-hmm. in, in this uh, story that didn't happen, clearly. <laughs> and uh, instead of paying the fiver each for the rackets, uh, Moyle Davis just did a legger and left me there. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't win the tickets with that story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very disappointed I didn't win the tickets with that story oh for fuck's sake right let's move on quickly who have you, who have you got next John Mayer okay John Mayer the singer songwriter guitarist uh, narcissist deluded arrogant petulant child yeah Um, I didn't I, I never liked this guy simply because he had no music to hook me into his shitty behaviour yeah to, to make me kind of go oh well I'll give him a chance you know mm. what I mean like even though we shouldn't really do that mm. we do it anyway Um. He kind of got famous with uh, the song I put up there is Your Body is a Wonderland or a Playground, whatever mm. fucking stupid You put in Slow song. Dancing in a Boring Realm. Oh, I, I changed that because that's actually not a bad, not yeah. too bad. I just wanted to make the playlist some, somehow a bit better because mm. we're good artists in there, not, not great people, but... Yeah, um, lads with tunes, like... <laughs> yeah, I wanted to make the playlist... You know what's fucked up? There's no women on this. Yeah, um, Courtney Love wasn't a big enough one to put on. She was just a murderer. Just, just, just a fucking murderer, like. Of she didn't end up on our killer. No, she will, because we're going to do. This, these are all, again, these are all volume ones. Yeah, I was thinking and about that. Normally, I do try and. I, don't, I do have a woman, I have the lady rage. Yeah, but it's about Shug Knight. Yeah, it's about Shug Knight. Sick and yeah. I'm the yeah. only non Texas on this podcast right now. 
No, like I did, like I think we all, all the both of us trying to look at the players and go, that's very manly. It yeah. should be at least yeah. Well, like, try, try not and, for like the sake of it. Like they have, the have to be it. a good. No, entry. only if I noticed yeah, yeah. there's something, yeah. or if I noticed it's, the music's all going in one way. Yeah, it has to be a good entry. Music, yeah. Um, so John Mayer got kind of even more tabloid exposure when he started going out with Jessica Simpson in 2010, mm-hmm. I think, and that's when people started interviewing him and all the bad shit. That was my chair. Well, that was yeah, my yeah, chair. Sure, it was. That yeah. was the chair. Hang yeah. on, replicate. Yeah, chair. Yeah, sure. Just be doing more farts. I wish I could. <laughs> so that's when people started um, finding out that there's a weird, weird boy, little boy in here, and uh, his quotes. I have a list of them that you have to hear. He's just an idiot. I want to know what he looks like. I'm looking him up right now. He's just. He looks like he's a Amber Crombie and Fitch sort of. No, American Apparel model, maybe. All right, John Mayer. You know that. Just looks like a man who wants token. Does he? Nick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. So uh, he said early in his career that he never wants like drugs or alcohol or tabloid stuff or clubbing to get or involved or the celebrity life involved uh, to detract from his music. Uh, well, he failed miserably instantly yeah. almost when he started going out with uh, Jessica Simpson. So I'm gonna have. To, I'm just gonna go. I'm only gonna t- talk more about. It. I'm just gonna go through his talk co- about his Jessica quotes. Simpson. Well, I rub my legs. Oh, she's lovely. Um. One of his quotes. I've got a six quotes here, right? <coughs> Hit me. So let's go through the six quotes. Someone asked me the other day, how does it feel to have a hood pass? Oh. Oh. It gets, wor- it gets worse. Right. And by that way, it's sort of a contradiction in terms because if you really had a hood pass, you could call it a beep pass, N-word pass. Oh. I don't know what that fucking means. Now, he apologized. He got slaughtered. Of course. Huh? He apologised on Twitter and he said, I should never have used that word. Said it was an arrogance of me to think I could intellectualise yeah. a word that is emotionally charged. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, I think your publicist wrote that. Cause yeah, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. So moving on to number two, on interracial, interracial relationships mm. in an interview with Playboy magazine. I think this Playboy magazine interview in 2010, it has just gold in yeah. it from this guy. He goes, I don't think I open myself to it. My dick is sort of like a white supremacist. Jesus Christ. Here's the worst line of them all. It's so cringy. I've got a heart like Benetton and a dick like David Duke. I'm going to start dating separately from my dick. What? He's a fucking idiot. He's a fucking idiot. Number three, on his relationship with Jessica Simpson. Sexually, it was crazy. That's all I'll say. It was like napalm. Sexual napalm. (laughs) He uh, he threw the wear on Perez Hilton, you know that uh, yeah. dickhead from fucking yeah. um, TMZ, TMZ. You know yeah. just waiting for people to fall out of cars and have their yeah. TV on show and stuff like that, and just general. Let's forget about the artistry side of any of the celebrities and yeah. just see what they're falling down, getting yes, sick on next. Exactly, yeah. um, he threw the wear on him, and he used quote to say, "All of a sudden, I thought I can outgo, I, I can outgay this guy right now." definitely can't you definitely can't uh, I grabbed him and gave him the dirtiest tongue kiss I have ever put on anybody almost as if I hated the fags what that's what he said what's this bloke this is why I don't like this guy just he annoys the shit out of me and he's no charm as far as I'm concerned no he's just cocky fuck it it sounds like he's been just programmed to say stupid yeah. shit this is the this next quote was the one that got me the most annoyed me and I don't know why he goes mm. I am a very and then he stopped and said, I'm just very. 
<laughs> I'm just very. I'm just very. I'm just very. Just very. And then he wrote, You're just extra. And if you can't handle that, very, then I'm a douchebag. But I think the world needs a little variety. And it needs a little very. Ugh. That's why black people love me. <sighs> it just keeps getting worse. John Mayer, the big fucking Egypt. Fucking gobsfy. Someone asked him then, <laughs> I don't know why, probably just debating. This is the sixth quote. What is being black? It's making the most of your life, not taking it. Why did you answer this for a start? Hang on. Why did you answer this? Hey, no, he's, he's white as fuck. Like. I know, someone baited him into this, I think. Uh, I have to double check there. Yeah. There's a lot of talk Why did you answer black this? stuff on this. Yeah. Why is this fucking white? Because he thinks he's above the law of Ooh, everything. He's just with an acoustic guitar. Yeah. He's just running around with an acoustic guitar singing. I don't even know what he sings. No songs to I, make me get my whole get my whole songs. I have a whole. Now he's, he's. I'll give him. He is a good guitarist. All right, because he, he does play blues guitar as well. Anyway, there's a little bit of a redeem at the end of it. So, right. so um, so he says, "What is it? What is being black? It's making the most of your life, not taking a single moment for granted, taking something that's seen as a struggle and making it work for you, or you'll die inside." Not to say that my struggle is like the collective struggles of all Black America, but maybe my struggle is similar to one black dude's. Oh, fucking hell get the fuck fucking hell um, he has he went um, kind of did a media blackout for a while came back after he he went out with um, Jessica Simpson Taylor Swift Katy Perry and, and Jennifer hell. and Jennifer Aniston the fuck what what hell cause he's a cocky bastard Jesus Christ like Khaled, like anything, you get away with murder if you're a cocky bastard. It is an attractive quality. It puts out the fucking pheromones. Or puts what the it, fuck am I doing sitting from... in a cold basement for? <laughs> Jesus Christ, tell me. This is fucking bullshit. I've um, been a cunt my whole life. I know. Yeah. This you, is... need, you see, your music was angry. You need to make your music more... Soft, like. Flouncy. Like a format. Actually, that's weird that you said that because uh, that's one of the things I read about Bono. He got in trouble over saying music's too girly nowadays. Oh, really? I went, I, what does that mean, Bono? Well, like, you've done hard shit. He was, he was like, no, I just meant that like most of the anger in music is coming from uh, young black males doing rap. He tried to pull it back to uh, that. I'm like, you know what you said. Yeah. You know what you said. Uh, recently, John Mayer actually got the um, Grateful Dead back. Uh, he joined the Grateful Dead as a, a separate band called Dead & Company doing the Grateful Dead songs. It's been received very well. Weird. He seems to have grown up a little bit, John Mayer. Mm. But he was, uh, and I, I don't think you can get rid of that streak in you for a very no, long time. No, that's just a fucking um, John Mayer. Don't like him, don't like his music, uh, fuck off. I like all the board dudes, be. Yeah, he's got... I'd be into that. That's a good, good look. Good rogues gallery, like. He's got a good look there. <laughs> right. Uh, who's your next one? Ian Drury. He was a little angry fucker, fucking wasn't he? Fucking prick. He was a little a angry bastard. Of, this is the only one I have that might not kill somebody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think, I think. Um, he's just a fucking prick. <coughs> so uh, 1942 to the year 2000. Um, he was, uh, he had polio as a child and it left him um, kind of disabled. Polio mints as a child, it's the same thing. Exactly, yeah. So uh, he had this, this is fucked up, even though he was disabled by polio as a child, he, he had this absolute disdain for people with disabilities. I heard about this. He fucking hated them. This is mad. Like, he wrote this song, 
This is real bad, right? In 1981... This is a great song. I already know this yeah, song. Yeah, in 1981, he wrote a song called Spasticus Autisticus to protest 1981 being the International Year of Disabled Persons. Was that, I, but I presume that was to, to, to take away some no. of the stigma of... of, of no, sort of, uh, he hated them. ...of pa- patronising people. No, no, he hated them. He fucking hated oh, them. Oh, wow. Apparently. He was known... Like, he was a known bully. Ha- then I hate to admit that I think it's a great yeah. song. This came out, he was fucking, I think he was banned off radio and everything for ages over it. Um, they ate him alive over it. He, apparently what he used to do was he'd go Slim into Pickens. the pub. Oh yeah. He'd, he'd go into the pub with all the lads in the band and he'd get smashed and he'd fucking zone in on somebody with a disability. Right? So he'd pick someone that would fucking whatever had half an arm. I don't fucking know. Right? Whatever's fucked wrong with you. The, the lad was six eyes. So he'd go after the lad with six eyes and he'd fuck, apparently he just had the greatest gift of like wood chopping, you know what I mean? He just bam, 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 turned them into shreble mortar, yeah, like yeah, just absolutely like the wit was just razor sharp, and his ability to zone in on something, the fucking the get them absolutely like crying or bawling and leaving, and this became known as jury duty by the band. Oh my god! Right? So they were like, oh, fucking, who's on jury duty tonight? You have to get him home or get him out of this fight or whatever, and it always end up on rails where. Nine times out of ten, apparently, he'd get the shit kicked out of him, right? Because he got one fucked up leg or whatever from the podium. Yeah. He can't run fast, can't put weight behind the dig, whatever the fuck's wrong with him, right? And he can't do fucking anything. So every fucking night they'd go out on the piss, there would be fucking murder. And the band try and leg it, and they couldn't, it was like fucking Jordan <laughs> Duty night. So this went on all the fucking time. Now, apparently, in their house in London, he used to invite back he had this fucking habit of when he did go out, he'd do a tour or he'd go to the pub or he'd go to a restaurant. He used to like collect dodgy people, like criminals and just fucking general nerdy well fucking scum off the road. Yeah. And he'd bring them all back to his house, right? While his child was there, right? His child and missus and all this kind of shit. He'd bring them all back there, start handing out the cans, right? There's a can, there's fucking, there's some whatever, weird, having a bit of fun. And then he'd go over to one of them and he started this kind of Chinese whispers, Rao, like he said, your Rao one's fat, or whatever. And then go off to another one. It was like fucking, he said he fucking fingered your dad, or whatever. And then he'd wait till it was all about to kick off, and he'd just leave his house. <laughs> With his no, he'd leave his children, his wife, and he'd run out, thinking this is the greatest fun ever. This is the best fun ever. He'd just start this fucking, the beginnings of this nuclear war in his house. Uh... And then leg it. He loved conflict. He loved conflict, whether it was directly him involved. This just in it. seems like a really horrible way to go about it. That's for, for a po- yeah. But uh, so don't he, like him now. He's a known shitstorer, a known bully. <laughs> like shitstorer, I think is the greatest description that could be applicable to him. Shoy-storer. A shitstorer is the greatest. <laughs> so all he, he just stored the pots of shit and fucking. I did not know. I, yeah. I heard he like kind of did have a problem with certain people with disabilities, but yeah. didn't know it went to that. Uh, yeah, apparently hated them. Just and I think it was, it was obviously self hatred, realistically. Yeah, that's a lot of internalized, and then Big uh, time. shot back out again in the worst possible fucking way. It, it just again a horrible person. Didn't kill anyone. Um, but uh, <laughs> that doesn't mean too much. Someone would have killed themselves after talking. Yeah, they to could him. well have. Anyway, who's your next one? My next one is Theodore Nugent. Oh. Ted Nugent. Yeah, go on. Lead the way. Lead the way. <laughs> and if you don't know Ted Nugent, it's Ted Nugent, American singer, songwriter, guitarist, and a political activist. Now, that sounds good. It's not. <laughs> Believe me, it's not. 
he's the wrong so, well depending on your stance yeah I can guarantee most of the people who listen to this despite the fact that we're not particularly uh, politically correct we are mm. left are we oh yeah <laughs> yeah the you I can't figure out <laughs> at all I, I okay talk and I'm going to talk about us I, I half agree with you on this with Ted Nugent yeah. or yeah, yeah. I am um, <clears throat> Yeah, there's certain things I can see you agree with and certain things I can see you absolutely slam them about. Mm. First of all, he is a homophobe. Yes. Yeah, he says he's not. He is. So he's in, in an interview with Piers Morgan, another insufferable cunt. cunt. He said it's the worst. <laughs> the fucking... That's, I if think he, everybody if, can if, agree. If he even had a bar on fucking a Robbie Williams song, he would have been on this. Yeah. And I would have talked about yeah. him, but he's not on If they even sampled him for the song, yeah. he would have <laughs> made it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like an absolute he, insufferable and he's, cunt. And he's a fucking... Yeah. Coward as yeah, well. Yeah. He's just a coward. He's literally I made. He's made of mushrooms and sponge. When I look at him, I just it looks like he could. The wind would fucking yeah. knock the cunt over. And if he got wet, he might disintegrate. I didn't think anything could make me like Jeremy Clarkson because I hate him. But the fact that he get, he broke his hand <coughs> on Piers Morgan's head makes me like him a little bit. At least Jeremy Clarkson is kind of standing up for something. That yeah, he he's, might a, he's, another fucking he's an race. absolute cunt, but race, at least he's raced as well. Huh? He's racist as well. No, I don't know if Ted Newton is racist, but let's go into his homophobia. He, I'm sorry, but he is. If someone says, I'm not homophobic, but, but, here's a but, I'm repulsed at the concept of a man-on-man sex. I think it's against nature. I think it's strange as hell. And then he says, but if that's what you are, I love you. You, you fucking don't. You don't, mate. I'm not going to judge another's morals. You just did. By saying that you just are, you, you, you are really. Uh, I say live and let live. I don't think you do. I have friends that are gay. When you finish your sentence with that, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I have friends that are yeah. all the things I just said. I hate. Yeah, therefore I'm allowed to say it. If someone said it sounds something repulsive, I think it's wrong mm. against nature. Strange, but then you say I'm, I don't judge it. Mm. That's the stupidest fuck. He's so he's stupid. He is. He's stupid. got a stupid brain that doesn't work properly. Um. He is an advocate for the right to bear arms yep. heavily, yep. but wants them banned when he's performing in venues. Yes. Sap. <laughs> he is an opponent of animal rights. Mm. Strong opponent of yep. animal rights, which is a weird thing, but he'll stand up for that. Instead of going, no, I'm just pro-hunting, he actually despises animal rights yeah. uh, activists. Mm. And he said, um, he thinks it's hilarious that human beings came up with the fact that animals have rights. Mm. Uh, just stick an arrow through their lungs. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um, in 1992, he gave a radio interview where he referred to Heidi Prescott. Um, she's of the, the fund for uh, animals as a worthless whore and a shallow slut. <laughs> you fucking dickhead. Isn't that? <laughs> uh, she got 75 grand out of that. Of course she did. Of course she did. Uh, who needs? He said, "Who needs to club a seal when you can club Heidi?" Oh. Uh, like obviously he's just a troll. That's all. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I think that level of trolling is just really weak and not very creative. No, it's boring. Exactly. It's schoolyard trolling, is what it is. Uh, in 2012, he pled guilty to illegally transporting an American black bear in Alaska. I hate that kind of shit. Yeah. Whatever about whatever's legal. I don't like it, but he's there, start going above and beyond that yeah. the stuff that even the government thinks is fucked up. Yeah. I mean, you're already being given a, such a huge pass on firearms and what you can and can't kill, yeah. or what you can kill, sorry, that what you can't maybe just uh, 
like he's one of these guys that shoots fucking pigs with machine guns out of helicopters and all. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like well, just wants to live whatever the fuck he doesn't care yeah. about anything. Uh he currently serves on the board of directors of the National Fire Association, yep. the NRA. That's no surprise at all. Um it's kind of interesting here that in two thousand six he posted an image on Facebook implying that Jews are behind the push for gun control. Which he got into a lot of trouble about. And uh it said here, Nugent's friend sparked outrage and some called for his NRA resignation. Who, surrounded by the NRA, yeah. would call for his resignation? No. Is it, does it have a huge um, Jewish contingent? I don't know. Does it have a, a huge anti-racist contingent? I don't know. I don't know anything about the NRA. I, 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 I don't know, know what pay, it is. I they pay a lot of money for uh, things to... Disappear, like... No, 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 like... I think surely they pay a lot for elections. They 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 fund. I, I I I still to this I know. Like, yeah, I've just made a, I've just made a, a, an accusation that I can't back up. Yeah, but, but I, I still to this day I don't know what to do. I know they're like a pro gun rights organization, but what the fuck do they do? Is it is do they have power because there's so many people a member of it? Are they a political party? Are they? They're hugely just like powerful because um, the the Cub Scouts, but adults with guns. I I don't know what they are really, really and truly. They're so powerful now and so. I'm pretty sure they're financially very, very like backing well off politicians. That and to go up against them during an election would mean you losing. Mm. That's what I'll say about it. Rather than, rather, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say that they influence in any other way. No, they could. I, I haven't really read into it. That's just what yeah. I'm saying is now is what I think that if you went up against them, you would naturally throw off so More many people. Likely, yeah, that, yeah. And um, and they are they are a powerful organization. I mean. Are they the Klu Klux Klan? <laughs> I don't know. No, that's, that's the. I'm just asking questions here. Just asking questions. <laughs> Is that the new? No, I don't know. He commented on Iraq. He said our failure has to not been has not has to be has been to not Nagasaki them. Mm. Uh, I have a couple of interesting things really? that you wouldn't expect afterwards. But do you want to say anything about this lad? I just. First of all, the song Stranglehold yeah. is such a banger. Yeah, it's killer. Yeah. And he's a good guitarist. He is, he is. Um, I I agree with you. I think he's a troll. I don't personally like the man, what he says. Um, obviously, uh, anything he anything he has to do with animals, I find fucking abhorrent. Like, it's just... It's, it's almost like it's, he hates them. It, that's what it feels Not like. just like doesn't care about them. Yeah. Actively like... Like he hates animals the way Ian Jordy hated fucking disabled people. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but more because he gets to kill them. Or DJ Khaled likes being... Or hates being ignored <laughs> for a second yeah, yeah. by anybody. Or loves himself. Yeah. Like, um, I have a, I have a weird slice of respect for, for Nugent because he's always been the same. And I find that interesting. Um... I find that almost a positive for him, even though I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he says. Most I, of the stuff he are says. Are you just saying like that? Like, <coughs> like he, sticks, he, he sticks he, to his guns. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> he actually has stuck to his guns for as long as anybody can remember. Now, I don't. I don't ever find that as a. I don't know. A, I, a positive. I, 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 I find that a personality trait that I can work with, even if I disagree with everything they say. If I know the way a person is going to react to something, then I feel like personally I can have 
like I've more control over the situation. Yeah, but if he came in here with a rabbit's head around his neck, he'd start box. You would, would start boxing. No, the head if, off if he came in with a live rabbit and started like twisting its head or something with that or something, to be fair, you don't have to look at that rabbit wrong or puppy or snail. And he's getting a chair to the face. That's like. what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. So you're, what you're really saying is if he came in and started being himself, you'd kill him. Yeah, but... I, 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 <laughs> no, what? I, no. I, but I'm defending <laughs> his right to be himself. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's, he has stuck you would to be, it. You would be fighting him for his ability to be himself yes. if he came in yeah. here. Yeah, but I love it at the same time. I think <laughs> it's great. It's strange. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, just, I have a little yeah. bit of respect for people who I, don't change with the times, if you get me. I would, uh, if I met him, go out of my way to enrage him. And I am very, very good at that. Mm. I like, think he's a bit old now, though. I don't know. He still gets back up, I'd say. Here's the strange thing. How many him. guns does he have on him when you annoy him? Just the one? No, if he's here. Or playing his own gig. He's importing bears across fucking countries now. Do you reckon? I'm just reckon, saying. I'd love, I'd love to wind them up. He and might I have a little uh, Tina Turner fucking crossbow. Boom. Little beyond the problem is the people that he hates are like what he would consider, and I'm using this in quotes because I don't use the term, as extreme leftists. Mm. Um, and a lot of those people are not very good at winding people up. They just get wound up. The ones he's talking about, I'm not yeah. talking about people on the left, yeah. but the ones he's talking about yeah. are the ones that are most wound up and speak yeah. vocally. You get done over. As I well get as done it. over. And then they're the ones that end up in the videos as look at these crazy yeah. lunatics on the left. Yeah. I would consider myself a very good troll using, be, being a sort of leftist or whatever. I, whatever. Someone with left. Leanings. View, not, not just leanings, I'm there. Yeah. Like, good. But you. Yeah, anyway. Uh, I think everyone can just be a little bit better at winding up subtly arseholes like oh, this. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Just get better at it yeah, yeah. and stop. Just for a second. Stop make, screaming at the, the, ma- the, yeah, make the, a the little, camera. Make a little uh, deal with yourself that no matter what happens, you're going to try and get as, l- l- win by not getting stressed yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. And I guarantee you, if you, if you hold, just hold out, yep. they'll break. Hold but the if you go, if you ground. go straight to anger, they've just... It's over, Anakin. Over. It's just, I hold the upper ground. Yeah, exactly. Just do that. Just before we move off from him, this is really strange. He's known as, this is, I did, did not notice at all. He's known as a key influence in the straight edge uh, whole movement. I guarantee he's not. He is. No way. I guarantee he is. A key influencer in the, the straight, straight edge, edge movement. movement. Yeah. Since the 70s, he's promoted anti-drugs and alcohol stances. And Henry Rollins... <clears throat> And Ian McKay have come out and said that, yeah, when we read about him in the thing, he would have influenced us. Danuge would have influenced us on uh, being uh, someone in a band uh, or a very famous guitarist to come out and say, I'm against all this and I don't like drinking, I don't like doing drugs. And it gave them the confidence to, uh, to say it. It's fucking that mad. I never heard that before. Bananas. That I, is like, bananas. Like, whatever Even about, I'm saying your sayings is that Whatever about Ian what McCoy Dickens? doing... <laughs> yeah, what the Dickens? Whatever about Ian, like Henry, to be fair to him, was a, a fucking brickhead. But in the early days, he kind of learned how to be intelligent by traveling yeah. the world, I think. Um, and how to talk. How not to be a caveman. Um, I wouldn't have thought Ted Nugent would be influential in that. And this isn't just all. a recent thing. To, like, in the 70s, yeah, he was absolutely... Well, he was popular and famous. Yeah. Um, that said... He also, and this is another thing though, would not, not, no, not have expected of him, is uh, he supports medical marijuana, legalization mm. of medical marijuana. Oh, yeah, I read that as well, yeah. And in 2018, he admitted that he likes a little bit of wine. Mm. But that's not really, you know. The, Neither here nor there. 
It's not straight edge, and it's not a. But yeah, he uh, like honestly, they've come out and said that. Now, now they probably <coughs> wouldn't be caught dead talking about him. Probably not. Probably since not. then. But that is my last one. That is uh, annoying, fucking asshole, Ted Nugent. Mm. Like, yeah, he's sort of he's the kind of almost a bit of charm to him. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I just feel like because he's stuck to his guns, I find that perseverance pure, pure. a quality. You know what I mean? Even I don't agree. That's, a, strange, agree that's, a, that's a strange one that we, yeah. we can't agree on. Someone just going, well, he's a scumbag and arsehole, but at least he's like that. 99.9%. Yeah, you, know, you know, everybody has this one mate that like, when like, you do go out with them, there's going to be a row. They're just going to they're going to say something wrong to some girl whose fella is going to jump on them or they're going to say something wrong to like the gang of lads or they're going to slag their clothes or there's always going to be grief with them. Yeah. But you know when you go out with them, this is going to happen. So the head is on a swivel and you're like watching and you're like, like yeah. batting people away from just leave them alone. But at least you know. Like imagine that was your first night out with that person all the time and you mm. don't like that that's what bothers me i'd rather know where what the situation is with people at any given time so if <laughs> I, I did kind of get I, if i did sit down with ted nugent i would and he's like he, he found out whatever you know i didn't eat meat and i had loads of fucking animals and rescuing pigeons and whatever the fuck and he started giving me grief over it i would know to be ready for it as opposed to being caught in the hop right. which bothers me yeah well that's Theodore. Theodore Nugento. Who is your last one? My last one is, uh, again, it's John Lennon. He's been on it before. Uh, I removed somebody from the list and because uh, I didn't, what they had done was too bad and I didn't want to do Whoa. it. Whoa. Yeah. So I put uh, L. John Lennon in. So uh, We've talked a little bit about on the... Uh, we've done a little bit, yeah. On the uh, second gen. The second gen, yeah. We've done a bit of that. Bit, yeah. um, I didn't really get... I don't know yeah, little, well, we didn't go into it too yeah, much. I don't, I, that one. I don't a little bit with, to do with Julian, um, but nothing major. Because we've we, talked about it. Yeah, we've already covered it. So the song is "I Don't Want to Be a Soldier, Mama." It's fucking shy. Um, <laughs> it's, it's real bad, like most of them. Um, uh, he's got a few good songs. Uh, uh, he's mostly got trash. Mostly just think, junk. Yeah, yeah. Um, I so, tried to make a best of John Lennon playlist one time. It's like four songs. Uh, it was, yeah, it just was yeah. like, oh Jesus, he's yeah. not that good at all. Um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. He he's a general scumbag, is what he is. He's not a nice dude. Yeah, he's like, and from the beginning, a general scumbag. Like he didn't learn these scumbag tendencies later with fame and money. Yeah, like he had them from the get go. So like he's given interviews saying that like his whole life he's like, you know, he's, he's alright fucking hitting women and uh, he, he he's let's go to the start. So, there's a girl who lived in the area, her name was uh, Cynthia Powell, mm-hmm. he gets her pregnant. She was actually renting his childhood bedroom off John Lennon's parents. So, she was renting his old bedroom, and he used to knock around. He was living with his granny, I think. Yes. Yeah. And he'd knock around, and he gets her fucking pregnant. Right? Um, she gives birth to Julian. Now, apparently, as he was getting kind of big the Beatles were starting to get known Julian was only very very young at this stage but he regularly would kind of beat Julian for like silly stuff like having bad table manners or you know uh, dropping a toy or whatever the fuck it is he also used to give out to Julian for uh, messing with his drugs because Lennon would leave like piles of fucking drugs I know a great way to stop that from happening yeah yeah so we all know that yeah um so he'd leave uh, like drugs around and, and, and it's just a fucking idiot. So uh, he'd give out to Julian, he'd hit Julian, he'd act the bollocks with him um, to uh, to give out to him for messing with the drugs he'd left lying around the house. Now, 
while all this is going on, and he's, he's married to Cynthia, he gets Yoko Ono pregnant. Now, so Yoko's pregnant. He eventually gets divorced from Cynthia in 1968. Around this time, Ono has a miscarriage. And after Yono has the miscarriage... Yono. Yono. <laughs> Yolo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a good, like, shorten it Boy, Ono. <laughs> <laughs> so after Yoko miscarries, he gets real uh, protective and weird about her. And he starts making her, like, follow him to the bathroom. And, like, if he's going to, like, rehearsal or he's going to the shop, Yoko has to come in. She can't be left on her own at any given time. Um... After after a bit of time of him being with Yoko, he decides to go off and have a fucking affair with their assistant. So was that the was that the weekend, the last weekend or something? They call, he, call, he called a year and a half affair his last weekend. Right? <laughs> so <laughs> it was 18 months it went on for. Um, I'm trying to remember her name. Uh, May Pang, her name was. May Pang. Um, a year and a half, 18 months. He goes off, will still kind of with Yoko. Mm. He's having an affair behind her back with their assistant. Now, I don't know whether it was their assistant or his assistant. I can't remember. Um, so, off he goes. He does, <laughs> does this fucking, like, like you said, the last weekend. Now, apparently, Yoko claims that she knew about it. That she knew about this affair. And she approved of it. Right. Because she said that like their, their love was so intense that she needed a break from it for right. a while. So, I think this might be how she kind of... They're the most annoying fucking couple yeah, they're, they're ever. Disgraceful. Just the way they went on, like the, just the album covers, the, the albums they had together, their songs, the way they took photographs, just looked like a pair of pricks. Um, the two of them. Uh, the, the woman he had the uh, the affair with, May Pang, he tried to strangle her one night and uh, Harry Nilsson stopped him. Harry Nilsson stepped well. in and fucking broke it up. I'd like um, you to stop doing that now. No, apparently while there was like a two, three year period where he was just drunk all the time, constantly. Yeah. And his like biggest drinking buddy was fucking Harry Nielsen. They were out all the time on the piss. Um, he admitted to being sexually attracted to his mother. Strange, buddy. Isn't it? And he also regrets not making a move on his ma because he reckons she would have been into it. This is a quote from John Ooh. Lennon. Um, there was loads of... Uh, I don't know what to even say. Yeah, there was lo- loads of rumours about um, him having gay affairs with... Uh, there was stuff about McCartney and there was stuff about... What was his fucking name? Uh, fuckly fuck, fuck, fuck. He was... Um, was he a sound engineer for them? Um, Ennis, was that his name? Sean Ennis? I fuck, I'll remember next time. Mm. I'll, I'll give it, we'll, we'll fill it in. But there was a mate of theirs who was like, a, a, very rare for people to be out gay around that time. And he was out. And uh, there was loads of rumours that they would uh, rent hotel rooms together and go off. And he'd be approached then by the rest of the Beatles. But like, listen, you're going to fuck all this up. Like, right. like, we're fucking, the kids are mad into us, you can't be doing this. So what he would do, is that even, we, again, we don't know if he was doing these things. So what he would do in interviews... You're talking about the manager, slag. are you? Who could was gay? Yeah, could Brian Epstein was gay. Epstein, that's it, that's it, that's yeah. it. Now I knew that Brian Epstein yeah, was yeah, gay. Sorry, Epstein. So he was out gay. And there was rumours that Lennon was having an affair with him as well. Also McCartney, there was loads of this bullshit going on. But every now and again, they would uh, Epstein and him would like rent a hotel for like a week in Mauritius or some bullshit and fuck off. And the lads then would fucking say, lad, like, John, we're fucking... 
we're like sex symbols to teenagers you know what I mean you can't be doing this so in order to like back himself away from it he'd give interviews where he'd call Epstein like every fucking terrible name under the sun he, had, he did a few interviews where he was a bit homophobic yeah, alright he'd and, it, throw in little and jabs Epstein and jokes and was, was Jewish as well so he'd give it loads about fucking he'd like kind of distance himself from Epstein mm. um, by, by slagging the shit out of him in a, in a real mean way like um, he when he died uh, what did he do Oh, he used to openly mock disabled people at gigs as well. Him he and was mad, just like three. Best mates with uh, Ian Jury there. Yeah, him and Ian, fucking high five and each other. Um, yeah, he would uh, often, they'd done a gig for, uh, done a gig, uh, like a charity gig for, uh, it could have been a polio thing as well. And apparently when he was clapping, he was doing the fucking mm, mm, clapping. He's, kind of he, he's, he's just a horrible cunt. He's a slaggy bastard, yeah. but bad slaggy. Yeah. You know, you know, like, we've all know those people that make, those jokes that are not particularly funny or clever. Yeah. And yeah, and then they'll be the first ones to go, ah, lighten up, it's only a joke or something like that. Well, yeah, man, like, I don't mind the darkest of horrible humour yeah, if it is very good. Yeah. It's got to have that ratio of yeah. makes me laugh against me will yeah. instead of this bullshit of like just throwing out a, a nasty yeah. shit thing to say to just shock people. Dirty. I hate, that's that's literally what I consider the worst kind of humour. He was, uh, he was estranged from, from Julian for a long, long time. Mm. And uh, I think you said it in one of the podcasts as well that he said that Julian came out of a whiskey bottle while Sean was born of love, yeah. which is grim. Uh, also, when he died, he left Julian essentially nothing in his will. Mm. Just, he had to fight for yeah, that, yeah. Just fucking cut me over altogether. Uh, just a horrible cunt. Like I said, admitted to hitting women a lot. Said He said he'd done it for fun, apparently, when he was younger. I um, wonder is he half... No, I'm not saying he didn't do that, but the reason, like that, doing it for fun, sounds like something you'd say to like smoothing what he had just said off a little bit you know what I mean Maybe. to try and turn a little kind of trollish about trollish mm. about, but at the same time he's still I, I mean I don't think it's any surprise that people know that he did do that kind of stuff yeah but it's, it's out now that he's a horrible fuck you know what I mean yeah. like it, it's truly out like I, when, when doing this I just I banged John Lennon into Google just to see what the first couple of hitbacks were and obviously you get your Wikipedia and then you start getting all the like the last the articles in the last two or three years because they filmed a lot of master tapes from stuff as well and they always don't find a way of like linking new discoveries in like they found his diaries uh, I think a year ago but they always find a way of connecting like you know John Lennon's uh, weekly diaries found you know let's see what they say about him hitting women or whatever they always like tie it into his skull they, they, like, yeah that's what I'm saying once, yeah. once the, the media turns to a stage where they're getting more hits for the bad stuff yes which in this case whatever like I don't care um, they're going to run with that he's yeah. got yeah like you're saying the tide is torn on John Lennon yeah. they, when people mention him on his own it's like Let's not. Yeah. Right, the Beatles, yeah. It's better just to talk about the Beatles. Yeah. So you talk about John Lennon, you talk about A, shite music, yeah. for the most part, and kind of scumbaggery. Yeah. So, yeah, like the name resounds with... Mm. Yeah. Terrible fucker. Terrible fucker. Yeah. May he long rot in hell. Ah, um, oh, jeez, it's a bit... Well, not really. It? No, no, not really, yeah, you're right. Not really. 1940 to 1980, was it? Was that what it was? He was 40 when he died. Don't bash Close to his... Uh, <laughs> Don't do all the things you birthday, do. anyway. I have it written down here. Even closer to his death day. Yeah, we, we could have got a two from here. 1940, 1980, yeah. Um, 40 years, very close to his birthday when he died. Uh, that was Insufferable Bastards, or whatever we call it. The Insufferables, yeah. wasn't it? Yes, it was, The Insufferables. Um, as always, you can get us on patreon.com forward slash Lost Art Podcast. Throw a few quid at it. 
and uh, do especially if you like it. Um, we don't ask for much. It's just a fiver a month, and it does help with hosting. It's it not even a real fiver. It's five dollars. It's yeah. five dollars. Yeah. Oh my god! Like fucking there's stuff coming up now around Christmas time that's going to be fucking savage, and you'll be sickened, sickened to your hole. Sicker than I am now. Yes, that you weren't a Patreon. And you'll have to like sneak off to your mate's house who is a Patreon. By the time you listen to watch this, it on his phone. <laughs> like you know? the old days. Yeah. By the time this goes out, I think there's three that are it was Patreon only. There's tr- uh, three Patreon only. At podcasts. first, I felt uncomfortable doing that. Now I don't because mm. I have to dip dip into my own pocket for this podcast. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> dirty actual real money that's for paying rent. So we and appreci- staying alive. We do appreciate a lot of people that do help out because they are helping out. <laughs> if you don't want to pay money, just but, share it. Actually, do you know what they do? Go and review it. Go on to iTunes or Apple fucking podcast, Google podcast, I mean, wherever that, it is. That takes a few seconds. That's all. Five stars or four stars. Don't one stars. No, five stars. Well, just loads of stars. If you, give us if a few you're going stars. out of your way to do it, give us the yeah. five. Give us a few stars. Give us a review. Don't You don't even have to do a writing like, oh, I like the way uh, fucking helmet cuffs. You don't have to do that. Nobody just likes the way A couple cuffs. of stars and a fucking is very good. Give me some bullshit. Help us out passively. Um, anyway, until next week, we will... Keep holding on. Don't ever do Simply Red at the end of this.